This episode is brought to you by SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. Shipping and mailing from your desk has never been simpler than with SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. With SendPro Online, it's just click, send, and save for as low as $4.99. That's $4.99 a month. Try it for free for 30 days and get a free 10-pound scale when you visit pb.com slash TMS. That's pb.com slash TMS. The Blinkist app takes the key takeaways from thousands of best-selling nonfiction books and condenses them down into just 15 minutes for you to read or listen to. And you can get 25% off your first year at Blinkist.com slash TMS. That's Blinkist, B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T dot com slash TMS and start your seven-day free trial. Coming up on TMS, that sandwich was a baby. Hi, I'm Bill, and I'm addicted to cantaloupe. They speak cheetah in Greece. Is ketchup a smoothie? Because I, like, really wanted to know. <laughs> Even space has a car. Everything is within walking distance for Jesus. Deep Dop Dorp with Sam Jackson. <laughs> Mikey didn't die from spider eggs? Recommendals and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Gambling, booze, and promiscuous androids. Oh, well. After two centuries of sleep, it's time for some fun. Never, never, never make a U-turn. The Morning Stream. Am I still here? Hello? Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. It's the morning stream for August 21st, 2019. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Ibbett. Hi. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Wednesday to you. Happy middle of the week and the busiest day of my week. Is it? Wednesdays are bad uh, for you or big for Wednesdays, you? Wednesdays are the busiest days of my week. So are mine, actually. Uh, I have the most stuff show-wise on Wednesdays. Yeah. By far. I got this. I got mm-hmm. DTNS. Mm-hmm. I got uh, Core. I have aftercore stream. Like it kind of just goes all day uh, on Wednesdays. We'd like our Wednesdays back, is what Brian and I are saying. Wouldn't that That's be right, nice? Exactly. Yeah, that'd be great. Hey, have you tried? Give us- did you did you see all the all the freak out on Twitter and and, and the internet and social media um, regarding the the big fight about who makes the best crispy uh, fried chicken sandwich? Oh. Did you see any of that? No, no. The only fight I saw on uh, Twitter was whether that's a bird or a bunny. Oh, and okay. Whether it's wearing a blue dress or a white dress, and it says Yanni or or Yanni. Green needle. <laughs> oh, green needle. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, was it green? Yeah, green needle. Yeah. Green needle and brainstorm. Brainstorm. Anyway, yeah, so- I don't understand how anybody can look at that thing and say, "Oh, of course it's a bunny." Yeah. Bunnies don't have sharp hard pointy ears that are arranged on their head in a vertical configuration yeah no if it's a bunny it's it's a terrible bunny it's a bad it's a bad bunny bad bunny and nobody, bad bunny. put the bunny back in the box nobody wants a bad bunny because it's a bird here's uh, a, here's the deal though like yeah so tell me about the the, the oh well okay i'm sorry i finished all right what was i gonna say i forgot what i was gonna say you're what saying that here's the deal though here's but the, it was about the bunny and birds still right not about the chicken sandwich oh uh yeah oh yeah yeah Okay. <laughs> Sorry, chicken sandwich. Back to that. All right. So yes, yesterday, yes. and uh, I don't know if it was maybe the day before. I can't remember. But there's this big fight going on because Popeyes released a new crispy, spicy chicken sandwich onto the market. Okay. okay? And everybody mm-hmm. went, "Oh my gosh, this is a thousand times better than the best thing you can get at 
Chick-fil-A. It's better than uh, the Wendy's chicken sandwich was pretty popular for being wow. good. Like really people were like just like slobbering all over themselves. And then other people were coming back going, no way, my chicken sandwich, the best chicken sandwich. And then like the, the actual companies got, you know, had a little fun with it and all that. Well, <laughs> I decided yesterday to find out yeah. for myself why yeah, it's yeah. not good. Uh-huh. So I went to Popeye's and I got myself sure. this chicken sandwich that just came out. And it yeah. is fan-freaking-tastic. <laughs> it's so good. Well, like it's, oh, my God. This is funny. So I, I type in, this is Google, like, you know, pulling in my Google, uh, typing in the search bar, right? Yeah. I type the word Popeye, and the first thing that comes up is a New Yorker article, the Popeye's chicken sandwich is here to save America. Yep. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, oh, a, it's a big deal. Uh, people are talking yeah, about well, it, I guess. I mean, yeah. uh, I, I already like, oh, look at that. That thing does look good. I already like it better because Popeye's uh, likes gay people. Yeah. And uh, Chick-fil-A, <laughs> not so much a big fan of the gay people. So um, already, already it's a better chicken sandwich. Let uh, Send your emails to Brian. Also, if you want to get it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think that's. If you want to get. If, send, if you disagree, send your, I mean, oh, it's are, been noted that. Uh, there are people. Trust me. There are people in the Chick-fil-A organization mm-hmm. who there who are people are, in our uh, audience who will disagree, though, is what I'm saying. Somebody's going to. Somebody's oh, really? gonna, oh yeah. Okay, well, we've already done I'll, I'll this. Point we've, them, we've, I'll point them to uh, to articles to like. Uh, we've been down this road before. Non fake news articles about uh, <laughs> oh, members of the Chick-fil-A executive yeah. board. They're loving this right now. They're loving this. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Bring it. Bring uh, it on. Oh, you remember how I, how I respond to email? Mm. Uh, delete. delete. That email's responded to. Auto-archive. Auto <laughs> uh, anyway, they got this new chicken sandwich, and it's so good. So good. Mm. I loved every bite of that thing, and I feel like getting more of it. That's how much I liked it. So now I know this thing's going to be, you know, buku points on your deal. Of course, yeah. Anything uh, deep fried is uh, yeah. But if I have it, basically, um, weekend Fridays are my day to kind of go well, a little off the rails. Like I, right. I, I try to be good uh, throughout the week, and then Friday after my weigh in, um, you know, I'll have uh, a breakfast that's got a couple eggs and maybe a piece of bacon, maybe a pancake. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as I'm good the rest of the week and I can recover from that, I just don't do that stuff the night before the weigh-in. So, mm. so I could I could totally see having a Popeye's chicken sandwich uh, this weekend. Try to sneak that in, just so you can experience it. Now, yeah, what I if don't, it's uh, breast meat or I dark assume, meat? I the, assume it's breast meat, like it's I white meat. I would assume so too, which definitely helps. Also, yeah, yeah. Now here's the thing: I don't know if all Popeye's franchises are made alike i don't know if you go to one mm-hmm. and get the same quality or not so that'll be an interesting sure. factor in all of this um but i i will be shocked if you don't come away going holy crap that's probably the best chicken sandwich i ever had it's really that's really cool i'm trying to think of the best chicken sandwich i've ever had and they're really it's like a it's like a tie for last place mm-hmm. um that said i don't know if i've had the chick-fil-a chicken sandwich but i'm thinking of like the wendy's one or the the burger king one the burger king one when i was in high school used to be the bomb it yeah. was the long french bread kind of chicken sandwich mm-hmm. with um more like a hoagie right tomato. like a like a hoagie kind of style a hoagie. yeah yeah i remember that that was good uh, that was good but i haven't had one of those you know i guess it's been such a long time since i've done a 
a true chicken sandwich. Well, um, if, so good. This will be a good. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta. Oh, I just want to talk to people about it. I liked it so much. Dang it! Oh, now, now you're making me think. Well, if I <laughs> if I ride my bike to the Popeyes, which is uh, pre-burn those calories. Pre-burn. Well, I have to ride my bike back from the Popeyes as well. Right. So pre and post. Pre and post burn. Pre and I like post. It. Pre yeah. and post burn. Yeah, hmm. I do. Yeah, that. I might be able to. Might be able to pull this off, Scott. All right. Might be able to pull this off, Scott Johnson. All right. Sneak it in. See what you think. We'll have a review on Monday or whenever after you do it. And uh, sounds good. Yeah, I, I'm in. I I was utterly blown away by it. And I'm not. Look, it's all. Cool. It's still just all kind of ver- different versions of fast food. But whatever's going on at Popeyes, like they've they've yeah. they've basically eclipsed KFC for me. The KFC doesn't exist in my mind now. Like KFC is right, gross. Right. It's freaking a cesspool of chunks and and goop it's not good it's bad yeah. food no no i'm not yeah exactly i mean i, I gave i gave uh, kfc a recent chance yeah uh, tina and i decided all right well there's a kfc here let's grab some take it home uh you know it's, it's as disappointing as it uh you know as it's ever been yeah and uh don't get me started on the the grainy mashed potato <laughs> product that, not, there's that, no potato uh, in there at all Zero. no exactly yeah. no it's like uh it's pretty bad. It's a glop is what it is. It's a glop. That's right. So, uh, but all their so, chicken is good. Like everything at Popeye's, some, somehow it got good. Because in the 80s and the yeah. 90s, Popeye's was terrible. Popeye's was not a good choice. It was bad. And it might so have been just it was so few and far between. It feels like we've got Popeye's, you know, at least out here, sprung up a lot more restaurants. So it was a little bit more, uh, a little bit easier to find a Popeye's than it was 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. It's like there's like five within driving distance for me now or something. Yeah. Which didn't exist yeah. then either. You're right. Like the only time I'd ever even had Popeyes. Scott, everything is within driving distance. <laughs> That's true. It's just how committed you are. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good point. When people say, "Oh, it's within driving distance," that's yeah. that only applies. That that would say that's coast to coast. Then that's anywhere in, in the further, lower forty-eight. If you, if you drive onto a ferry and oh, the ferry right. takes you across the ocean, and then you drive off the ferry into Europe or yeah, Australia or I mean you know you can <laughs> you can get anywhere in your car if you're determined enough. That's true. They're really to, to pay. I mean uh, even Elon Musk <laughs> launched uh, one of his Teslas into space. Even space has a car. Exactly. Exactly. We That's need to do away with that dumb saying. It's a dumb saying. It's all within yeah. driving distance. Everything yeah, is. Exactly. <laughs> Everything's technically within walking distance if you're you know if you're really determined. That's true. <laughs> Makes a good point. But anyway, I would recommend it beyond recommendation. Right. I cannot believe how good that was, and I want more of it. And I, you know what? I didn't wake up going, oh, gut ache. Uh, I can't believe I had that. None, sure. of, none of that. It didn't feel, I didn't feel gross after or anything. It was so good. Oh, my now gosh. Now, is the, is, the, uh, is the spiciness, uh, is it um, a Very, flavorful yeah, spiciness? Yes, yes. Not, a, okay, not like a, oh, I need someone give me some milk. It's not like that kind of hot. It's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. a. Oh, and yeah. Well, I wouldn't expect that with a fast food anything. But yeah. is it? It's not like a. Yeah, we sprinkled some Tabasco on there, so you know it's initially hot, and then there's nothing. Yeah, it's not like that. It's okay. it's a good flavory thing. That there's just the right. And they have this sauce on it that I'm sure is fattening, but uh, sure. really adds sure. to it. There's like a, a, a couple of pickles under there. Little uh, like uh, oh. like the not the what do you call them like the little sliced flat long ones, not sure not little round not ones the, but not pickle. Uh, um, what do you call that? I mean they're slices but not rings. They're not rings. What what do you call those? Pickle rings. 
Is it rings? No, because there's not a hole in the middle. Pickle, it, not a ring. Pickle, discs, pickle, pickle discs. Pickle bit discs. Pickle, pickle pucks. Yeah. I like pickle pucks. Pickle, pickle pucks. Yeah. Sure. Pickle pucks. It's How many a... pucks could Peter Piper pick of a pickle puck? <laughs> All right. Squishy um, Twitchy says pickle strips. Probably that's a close. That's, that's close. probably the, you know, the way to do it. Yeah. Is there a, uh, I'm looking right now, is there a lunch special? Oh, I'm getting hungry for this right now. I know. Why you why you do this to me, Scott? I know. Why you do uh, this? Why you do you're that? You're like the anti-Oprah, right? <laughs> Oprah's like support Wave Watchers and eat what you want, but eat responsibly. Scott's like, go get yourself a spicy chicken sandwich, Brian. It's yeah. the best thing ever. Yeah, I mean for reals, <laughs> it's really hard for me not to recommend recommend it. Actually, I have a. Uh, you know what? I should play that Oprah music when we talk about things like this. Hold on. Have, we have Oprah music? Yeah. I have oh, old, the little saxophone. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, the 80s one she had when she was in yeah, New York yeah, or right. Chicago or whatever. Let's see. Oprah. Just getting started. Right. Yeah. I can't find it, though. Oprah. Signature. Oh, here it is. Hmm. Whoops. That's quiet. Let's turn that up. Who is Johnny? She said. <laughs> really is. It just feels like that's got, De- like, DeBarge wrote that, I feel like. <laughs> DeBarge pooped that out. Please, tell me it's true. I do love that. But anyway, all right, you'll have to report back. Let me know how it goes down, literally. Uh, so a quick update. Beep, 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 beep. Yesterday we were talking about the math involved with tape. If you go to a, a mailing place like your, your dude, your post office box place. Post-net. Yep, exactly. Yep, and... Uh, uh, by the way, we had a lot of people that were doing other kinds of math, like how much does tape cost versus how much does it take to put nice comments in your Yelp reviews that will drive yeah. people back to your store, which would mean more business. Like the guy's got it wrong. That's the thing. Yeah, he's got it wrong. Yeah, exactly. It's like um, forget you know forget for a moment the the customer that you've lost because you wouldn't tape their box shut. Uh, think about the customers that will see the Yelp review and say, oh, I'll just go down, you know, further a mile down the road. There's a UPS store. I'll just take it there instead. Yeah, because there's other options there, pal, pally, pal, pal of ours. People can go somewhere <laughs> exactly. else. All right. So here's what uh, Luke Johnson did. He's got the same name as my nephew, but it's not my nephew. It's a different but Luke it's Johnson. But not that Luke Johnson. No. This Luke Johnson lives in Boulder, apparently. I I. He does. Need to go back up there and do some uh, lift driving. Maybe I'll pick up Luke Johnson. Yeah, pick up your own Luke Johnson. He's the Luke Johnson on Twitter if you have any comments for him. But he put together a spreadsheet. And by the way, if none of this makes sense, it's because you missed yesterday's show. I recommend listening to the top of the show. You'll hear us talk about yeah. Brian's experience. Continuity. It's a callback. That's right. Uh, so here's the uh, here's what he said. Brought to you by the Luke Johnson on Twitter, not Scott's nephew. Uh, Sunday, maybe Brian will be my lift driver. I recently moved to Boulder. Okay, so he says that in here. Cool. All right, so here's the spreadsheet. He did a cost breakdown. Mm-hmm. If you go to Costco, mm-hmm. you can get the Scotch long-lasting moving and storage packaging tape, a four-count, for $14.99. Right. A number of rolls in there are four. Yards per roll, 54.6 yards. Uh, I don't know what that is in meter town. Uh, feet per roll, 163.8 feet per roll. Inches per roll, 1,965, and so on. So total feet, total sure. footage, or total, let's do total inches, because really, when you're at the post office thing, you're dealing in inches. You're not dealing in feet. You're dealing in inches. Well, you're, yeah, I mean, if you think about it, maybe, maybe a foot of tape to wrap, to like close the, close the, um, open flaps of a box. Right. That sounds right. So if you've got okay. 7,862.4 inches of tape, 
fourteen dollars right. ninety nine cents. So what that cost per foot is less than two cents per foot. Cost per inch just a little more than two cents. Two point three cents. Two point three cents. Or I didn't mean less than slightly more. You're right. So yeah. zero point two three cents. Less than three yes. cents. Cost per inch zero point zero zero two. Not even a full cent. That's right. That's right. Okay. So two 20, tenths of a penny. Two tenths of a penny. That's it. That's all. That's right. all you're paying for there. So, uh, in other words, two point three cents cost per <laughs> foot, cost per inch, one fifth of one cent. Now, this is true of Staples. If you go to Staples, you're going to pay a little bit more. I won't give you all the numbers, but basically, you can only get a roll there, not a bulk set of rolls. Four point eight uh-huh. cents per foot, two fifths of one cent per inch. If you go to Office Depot, a little bit less. This is light in the middle. Two point seven cents. You get a roll, a set of six is how you buy them there for twenty six bucks, and that's one fifth of one cent per inch. Now, how all of this <laughs> translates it. is, it costs yeah. you virtually nothing right. to support exactly. tape distribution to your customers. That would in turn endear you to them and have them come and give you lots and lots of repeat business. You're talking about less than a penny. In some cases, but, less than but two Scott, cents a foot. Yes. What if I have a hundred customers who come in and want me to to tape their box shut? How much is that going to cost me? That's going to cost $2? you two dollars. Oh my god! Yeah, two dollars <laughs> that day in in goodwill advertising to get them to come back, Brian, for your cool shop that you have. Right. Exactly. I exactly. This is the thing that um, that you should be aware of. And there's like a uh, uh, it's not the it's not the Give them the the razor for free, but sell the blades. There's something. There's oh, there's right. another uh, economics equivalent about this. About um, is it loss leader? Maybe it's loss leader. Loss leader. You kind of, yeah. yeah, you kind of give away the thing that that costs you a little bit to retain the customers and bring them back in. Yep, that sounds right. It's like what they do in um, consoles. Uh, Microsoft or Sony will sell right. a console at a loss so that they can. Mm-hmm get a good install base and then they make it up on the other end with games and games licensing. Exactly. The, yep. this is the, we're not even asking him to do that. We're just saying spend three cents, right. buddy, right. like three exactly. cents to exactly. to make Gladys happy as she, as she was having a rough day and had to come <laughs> do this thing where that right. she really didn't feel like doing it. Nobody feels like doing it. Nobody wants to go to your dumb store, but they need to. Right. So Make that stay and that reason to be there. Like mine, my local one, they're so nice. You walk in there and they didn't, it feels like they're going to throw me a party every time I show up. They're so nice. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, it's so good to see you again. We did get two boxes. Here they are. Totally. Like they never, ever do this whole like, that tape's going to cost you. Like, come on. Come on. Exactly. Oh, yeah. See, here we go. Uh, TVZ gone. Costco. Their roasted chicken for five bucks or buck fifty for a hot dog and drink. That's, that's their loss leader. It gets you in the door. And you're like, oh, I'm near a Costco. I don't even need to use my card to go to the food court part and get a buck fifty hot dog and drink. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, while I'm there, I actually could use some a uh, couple boxes of cereal or, you know, whatever frozen chicken breasts or something like that. It's like, oh yeah, I'll pick something up for for home while I'm there, and that's that's totally, you know, totally what it is. Yeah, and the and the the uh, the loss leadership of that product is actually probably still profiting for them. It's just right. that they already have the space in the store, and that's being paid for by all of the foot traffic and products they sell. So right, having this exactly. little hot dog and drink place, you you would never sustain very long if that was all that your business was for a buck fifty right. a hot dog and a drink. 
exactly. because they've already got and all free- of this, they just kind of tack it onto the periphery and say, hey, come get a hot dog for, for cheap. It's mm-hmm. a perfect thing. I'm, I'm telling you, that's their tape. Tape is that for the post office. Tape should be that. Free Rangers says, okay, but if these people aren't paying for anything, just taping their packages and dropping them off, the guy technically isn't getting any paying customers. Um, technically, technically not from that purchase, but a potential coming back and then spending money later customer is way better than a guaranteed I'm never coming back to the store ever again and I'm leaving a Yelp review that chases other people away yeah. customer. Even I'd if- much rather have the potential of a future customer from somebody than the guaranteed <laughs> nope. Yeah, they're not coming back. And the guarantee that they will tell everyone that story. They're all going to tell their friends. Don't go to that place. That guy's a psycho that you I'm telling you, because you decided not to spend, let's say, oh, the whopping. Let's say the guy needed three and a half feet of tape because you decided not to spend five cents to make that person happy. You're done. Mm-hmm. And then that Yelp review yeah. compounds it. Oh, man, we've got this. We know what's up. This is business 101, yeah, everybody. And, and if I go to um, if I go to my local, like, actual post office, um, they've got a little stand that's got all the, it's got all their, um, you know, their branded envelopes that you can use for priority mail. And there's a pen on a chain. And there's, like, little uh slips and stuff like that for you to put your address on and there is a roll of tape that sits on there that people can use to to tape their their boxes shut yeah and you and there i mean obviously they're getting the money right away from people who you know who use that tape take it up to the counter and then pay to have their stuff shipped but right dice tomato says in the chat dude five cents plus the cost of employer labor no (laughs) or employee labor no that's not true you just leave the tape on the desk you're not doing anything You just say, oh, yeah. I'm out of tape. Can I have some tape? Yep, right there. Here's your tape. That doesn't cost yeah. anything for you to do that as an employee. I'm telling you, we... Put, the- on, a, put it on a chain. So it says that people steal your tape. Put it on a chain. You know, like you can you can uh, uh, have a little, one of those little roller things that uh, uh, just has a little chain to the desk. Like you've got the pen chain to the desk. Yeah, I no know. big deal. I kind of agree. Brain Bro Byron is like, this tape thing has gotten out of control. Sure it has, but it's still... It's That's a- what the post-net guy is saying, Rainbow <laughs> Bright. You've become one of them. Anyway, whatever. Anyway. Chain your tape. Give your tape away. Retain your customers. I like, I, but, but bottom line is, I love the fact that the Luke Johnson did the math and figured out how much it costs for a foot of uh, packing tape. I agree. I'm actually going to keep this yeah. spreadsheet handy because I feel like this comes up sometimes. Like, I'll go yeah, buy well, tape for my stuff that I have to ship. I'll go to, like, Costco, and I'm always irritated that I'm paying 16 bucks for all this tape because I'm like, this probably costs 50 cents. 16 bucks. What a ripoff. But at the end of the day, it's not. I'm going to use it forever, yeah. and I've I spent get, under three cents every time I use it. So it's fine. If I could do it anonymously, it'd be kind of cool to uh, to put that spreadsheet and take Luke Johnson's stuff out of there. Put that spreadsheet in a link on the Yelp thing just as kind of like a, <laughs> as like a here you go, just leaving this right here. Yep. Here's the math. Yep. Yeah. This is like the rest. It, how many of you listening like to go to a restaurant where they don't give you free refills on Coke and like soft drink products? That oh, sucks when that happens. That. Yeah. And yeah. you got to go up and go, I'd like a refill. Okay, that's a dollar. F off. That stuff costs yeah, them exactly. nothing. It is basically like selling water for them. There's nothing to sell. It's just all profit. So the places that don't give you free refills, and I know that that may sound like that doesn't happen, but it does. Mm-hmm. Those are like the tape equivalents. And it's usually run by some stodgy dude who's like, no, no, no. 
You pay for a second, you get one drink. You pay for two drinks. Right? That's right. <laughs> exactly. All right. Uh, anyway. Hey, Ben, anyway. I want to give a shout out to Benjamin in the chat. Uh, I was just noticing yesterday in the uh, Discord that he was having some, like, water heater problems. Uh, oh, and, bummer. man, do I have sympathy for people who have those. Yeah, you do. You, you went through that last year, and that was... Uh, it was bad. It was a... a- is bad monster thing. Yeah. yeah i don't want anyone ever have to deal with that it costs a ton of money it means you got to bring experts in it means you got to like deal with bids it's stu- stupid expensive and so i just letting him know you know a lot of times we have somebody go oh my grandma has cancer can you make a mention of it or hey somebody's uh trying to get a job just you know let, let us know you're thinking about them in this case major home repair garbage benjin we're thinking about you there pal so all yeah. the water's off. He says it feels like a sauna in there. Yeah, see, that's the other thing is a lot of times, I don't know the t- all the details of this stuff, but like if they're shutting your water off while they fix it, oh, you're living like a caveman. Yeah. Living like a yeah. caveman. <laughs> that sucks. Totally sucks. I've right, got a bucket. We're just going to wash our hands in this bucket. Yeah. Um, hey, by the way, uh, yesterday, Scott, uh, had a little bit of extra time, so I hopped back in No Man's Sky. Mm. And thanks to some recommendations, there were people saying this on Reddit. I solved my No Man's Sky problem, my glitchy. Uh, oh, glitchy your No Man, your No Man's Sky uh, quest uh, bug that you had. You had a quest bug. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I basically went through a black hole. <laughs> I just flew into a black hole. So if you're on the other side of the galaxy, um, you open the quest and it says. Uh, this solving this or uh, completing this quest would be really far away from you. Would you like me to reset it to uh, to local planets and stuff? I'm like, yes, please. So hold down the little R three button. I think that's a center mouse key on the mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. the PC version. Yeah. Uh, reset it, and I can always now I can go into a space station and you know portal back to my home system. But I might I might stay here for a while and see what these new planets look like. Yeah, there's a lot since this update. They they re-upped the likelihood that you'll get a lush planet, the lush category. Yes, right. So you get, uh, you're getting like some actual grass and like foliage and stuff instead of just right. like desert planets, which is kind of nice. So yeah, I just want the ferrite dust. <laughs> hey, you just give me the ferrite dust. You would have loved the planet I was on yesterday. They had nothing. Sorry, on the out in space where you scan it. It's yeah. a it said yeah. metallic planet. I'm like, what does that even mean? Ooh. So nice. I got I got down there and everything's made of metals and ferrite and it'd be awesome if it was a Metallica planet. Oh. And you just, you know, yeah, little robot Lars that walked you around and you know. <laughs> Napster bad, they'd say when I was there. But yeah, they had these <laughs> they had these crazy monolithic like things made out of steel and silver and, and it was crazy. It was something else, that place. That's but cool. um, yeah, cool. I'm glad. I still, glad you I've uh, I've moved my um, Catwoman. Oh. I've moved my 3D or my my PSVR over. Mm-hmm. However, I haven't gotten everything hooked up yet because I forgot that. Oh yeah, you need to hook up the the camera too. It's like oh jeez. Oh yeah, right. Because you got to do your VR business. That's right. Got to do the VR business. There's so much work, Scott. That's why I like that. So that's why I like that. Uh, the what do you call it? The Oculus uh, uh, Oculus Quest. Quest. I know. No wires. Yeah, I said I would get one after um, once my birthday came and went, and uh, I still will. I'm kind of keeping an eye out for. I'm sure there'll be a sale before too long on the the three ninety nine uh, Quest. But well, actually, the wires aren't my big problem. It's it's having to deal with uh, room scale. Yes. And this thing does inside out room scale, whereas the PlayStation, the Vive, 
the early Oculus and the mm -hmm. current. All does the even the new even the new hot like best in class freaking uh, Steam Index it's called or, or Valve Index. Even that still mm -hmm. has to have some kind of crazy room scale stuff that's just a pain to set up. I'd like to be able to walk in and go, I like this space. Bing. Okay, go ahead. That's pretty good. Right. Also this. I've moved Catwoman. All right. <laughs> you found it. Yeah, it was well it. done. It, was, it took me a minute. Uh, well, that's so, good. Uh, and also, yeah. when Dunaway gets here, we're going to talk about The Matrix and whether or not it should have a fourth yeah. movie because yeah. there's some questions about that. So let's that's do th uh, when people apparently stop talking about the chicken sandwich and the bunny bunny bird. Mm -hmm. uh, then they moved on to talking about The Matrix 4. Yeah, that was a big deal. Uh, of course, the Sony Spider-Man Spider -Man thing, thing. We're going to talk. Yeah, we're going to talk about that later. In the show. That's why I'm wearing. I was wearing a Spider-Man shirt yesterday unintentionally for the whole. You know, when that came around, and uh, I assume and you I'm have a whole. You got like a whole closet of Spider-Man shirts or something. I uh, really only two. This is the second. Actually, oh. you know, I take that back. I do have a third one. <laughs> well, there you go. All right, uh, let's get this going and see what comes of it. Hey, look, it's uh, Brian Dunaway joining us. Hi. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Ba -ba -da -ba -da -ba -ba -da -ba oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, it's good to have you. You're in a good mood. We like having you in a good mood. How's your day? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like being in a good mood. That other mood. Well, yeah. that's just for rainy days. So here's oh, here's my question rainy for you. Rainy days and Mondays. Is it, <laughs> they always get you down? <laughs> they do. Here's the big question for you. If this Matrix thing was a prequel... Would they have to call it the Matrix Preloaded? Oh, no. Would they, would they have to? Yeah. No. Should they? Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> well, that's. Is that what the talk is? That it's a prequel? No, no, no. As far as okay. I know, it's not. That'd be, that, yeah. That would be great. I mean, that's. Front loaded. Front loaded. The Matrix. That's pretty good. Could uh, we do what yeah. they did with the uh, the Superman Ooh. movies and say we're going to kind of pretend that the Matrix two and three don't exist and just kind of pick up where no, one left off? I don't. I don't like when they do that. It's okay to downplay parts of a series, but you know, don't totally wipe it out. There's fans. Yeah, yeah. I, the way I look at it is, I'm hundred percent fine with a fourth movie. Let's do. Let's see how it goes. Like the expectations couldn't be any lower in terms of two and three. Uh, one is a yeah. sublime masterpiece for all time. Two and three are weird and not great. So yeah. what's the worst that can happen? But that four is not great? And if four is not great, okay, well, I guess four wasn't great, but we still have one. And if they and if four is good and it's a return to form and it's great, well, then we'll all be happy. Like, I have no problem with this. Just make it. It's fine. Mm -hmm. I think we could I think we could argue whether two and three are good, but I... I I don't think you can argue whether or not they're fun. They're fun for me. What I, I hope, really? What I hope I is fun. here's what I hope. I hope that uh, Neo, because Neo died in the third movie. Uh, I think they he somebody talked to KFC. He talked to Colonel Sanders, and then he. Uh, <laughs> That's right. He did talk to oh, Colonel so Sanders. So now we're including all the web series stuff too. Jeez, come on. No, here's the, the thing. web series web stuff. Series, yeah. Here's, oh, like the uh, Animatrix stuff. Yeah, yeah right. that stuff's really no. good. Cool. <laughs> if it's no, I draw the line there. No. Here's here's the thing though. You can you can you can tease you can you can even say that the Cloud Atlas is in the same universe, but that's it. I'm drawing okay, the line. Yeah, that's fair enough. But here's what I think. I think that oh you really you think there that'd be fun if there was a Wachowski universe. Oh yeah. no kidding. Yeah. yeah. Everything you got uh, all that stuff in and there. Yeah, Lola Lola constantly running. Mm -hmm. Wasn't Run Lola Run? Mm -hmm. No, I guess Run Lola wasn't run. Was that one of theirs? I don't know. I remember Baggage or ba damage? Was it called damage? I remember that. 
that had Joey Pants in it. The only damage I remember is from the 80s when that girl with the blonde hair was telling me, what's my damage? I I don't know, lady. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, uh, my point is, I think Neo's just on on some, like, thumb drive. That's what's going on, right? They'll find Neo's on a thumb drive. drive. I've been here the whole time! They're (laughs) going to find it in somebody's bag, and they're going to plug it in, and boom, Neo's back. Uh, all right, Assassin's right. Battle I don't, I don't Matrix. He's going to need that uh, speed racer. Neo's going to put on a. Neo's going to put on about two hundred pounds. and is going to be doing cryptocurrency mining. The movie was Bound. I was trying to think of Bound. That's a, yeah, yeah, that's uh, Bound. Right. It's got your uh, your ladies. Jennifer Tilly and Green uh, Gina Gershon and uh, Joey Pants. Joey Pants. Yep. Yeah. And the two ladies were woo woo getting it on. <laughs> um, we, we we actually have a caller for today's uh, today's contest. Let's see who it is. Hi, you're on the air. Who's this? Yes, Talia. Talia on hey, the line. Talia, how you doing? Uh, nice, Talia. nice job. There was I love a f- it when the, I love it when Natalia calls. Yeah, Natalia, Talia Essence. Hey, uh, it's good to have you here. And there's the funny thing: you were one of a flurry of calls, so you got lucky today. There was like I don't know, twelve of you. And I picked you out of the sky, and it's you. So good job. It's me. Flurry. <laughs> a flurry. A flurry of calls. All right. Uh, Brian uh, is going to not really for your benefit, as you know, but for everyone else, how this works and what they could win. Brian? That's right. I'm going to be giving Scott and Brian a topic. The two of them are going to go back and forth with answers for that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, they repeat an answer, or they take too long to come up with an answer. The win will go to the other player. That mm. was me taking too long to come up with an answer. Mm. Uh, your job is to predict, Talia, who's going to come out on top based on the topic. Today, you are playing for the prize package of the stuff we tried to give away to TV Travis be. on Monday. Mm-hmm. Let it be uh, Medea. Mm. Let it be Medea. <laughs> it won't be. You Medea again? It won't be. Uh, closure, as well as Dungeon Defenders with all of its DLC. Plus, today we are adding two new uh, Steam games, Snapshot, as well as Avadon, the Black Fortress. Yeah. That's a good game. I have that game. It's very good. Yes. Uh, So all four of those games could be yours, plus all that Dungeon Defenders DLC. Mm -hmm. Uh, But before you can tell me who you want to uh, go first and who you you think is going to win, I got to give them a topic. And I'm going right up to the wire on deciding how I'm going to do this topic because I have two ways I can go. And I'm going to go the way of... The Dodo. The way of the Dodo. So I've got a list in front of me of all the James Bond films. Too easy to have you guys name James Bond films. Blah, blah, blah. I'm either going to go with having you name the theme songs. Oh, my God. Sometimes they're not the same as the title of the movie. So far as to make you uh, go through lists. Oh, I thought you were going to play them. You're just going to ask. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) <laughs> what 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 do you think this is what kind of game do you think this well, is? well at first i was getting super excited i'm like oh it's gonna be like name that too and i was like yes. no we can't do that youtube yeah. i'm gonna James. go with i'm gonna go with the theme songs for each movie because uh um you know they're not always the same as the title so that's no. a that's a little trick mm. i won't i won't make you go so far as to tell me who sang them but you can won't give you any extra points or anything but you can tell me hmm. uh so talia James Bond uh, theme songs. Uh, who do you think is going to win? And who do you want to go for? Mm, that's a tough one. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
You know what? Let's let's give Scott some faith and say Scott will win and he can go second. All right. I'm down with that. And he can, and he can go second, you said? Yes. So Brian goes first? Yeah, okay. Brian first. So Brian, go ahead. All right. Right. So what you're saying is what's that? <laughs> nothing, yes. nothing. I want to make sure that I don't. I'm make, I want to make sure I don't lose like right out the gate. So what you're saying is on the question is the theme song, and I have to name the theme song that was I guess released to the radio in most cases in this title, and not necessarily the title of the film, but it could be the title of the film, right? It could, could be. be. Okay. The theme where you see uh, naked ladies dancing, bouncing around with bullets and uh, special effects with right guns and smoke and things like that. The song you, you hear at the beginning of the James Bond film. Why are you making this difference? Well, because I it's not it, I just making sure didn't want to didn't want to stumble right out of I'm the not, gate. Because, I'm not talking about the the song that Roger Moore right. sings karaoke halfway through the film. Okay, just making sure. All just right. making sure. All right. All don't want to don't want to don't want to slacker this up. Yeah. All right. Yes. Here we go. All right. All right. Skyfall with by Adele. Can I just name the people too? You can if you like. Yeah. Okay, absolutely. Okay. Skyfall by Adele from the film Skyfall, Skyfall. from 2012. We are. Hitting the road. All right. We are going. Uh, my favorite. I don't know which uh, year it was or or for sure who wrote it. I know Shirley Bass is saying sure. it, but I love Goldfinger. Goldfinger. 1964 classic. Do you expect me to name all these uh, Bond songs? No, Mr. Bond. I expect you to die. Yep. Goldfinger. 1964 Shirley Bassey indeed. All right. Shirley Bassey. Then we might as well go with. Oh, I'm just so nervous here. I'm pretty sure it was called. Mm, I'm pretty sure it was called. Okay, we're gonna go with. Die another day. Is that die another did, is that day? What they called the one. I think it was die another day. Die it another was, day. It was indeed. And do you remember who sang it? Just for. Uh... And giggles. It was it was the eighties and it was uh it was a popular singer. Who was it? Um It was two thousand two and was it was two, did I say, did I but, say she's the from, but she's from the eighties, so I'll give you that. Wait, which one am I thinking of then? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you shouldn't say anything more because you got this right, so I would shut up now. <laughs> which one am I thinking? Is die another day? No. Nope. Die another day. That is a different one. That's a different yes. one. Yes. You're right. Yes, it is. Oh, crap. Yes, you are. Now I'm getting nervous. Yeah, you should get nervous. Okay. All um, right, Scott, over to you. Maybe pick one from the 1930s. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Live and let die. There you go. Paul McCartney and Wings uh, from the film of the same name, 1973. Uh, the first of the uh, Roger Moore, James Bond. It wasn't until 1980-something that I... Learn, or figured out that that wasn't the Beatles and it was him on his own or him with wings. I had no idea. I thought it was the Beatles all that time. So, all right, Dunaway. Makes sense. Yeah. All right. A View to a Kill by Duran Duran. I know that one. With a view I know to that a kill. one. Mm. Yes. Uh, 1985, Duran Duran chasing uh, James Bond and Christopher Walken all over the Eiffel Tower in the music video, if I remember correctly. <laughs> Um, uh, making things. Let's see. Yep. Hurry up so we can get through this, so I can go see w what one I'm thinking of. 
for your that eyes. That time of the day is, is bothering me. For I'm your confused eye, with another one. For your eyes only. <laughs> 1981, Sheena Easton singing uh, for your eyes only. My uh, uncle's uh, first wedding. The, 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 the song that he and his uh, uh, wife danced to for his first wedding. Really? That's yeah. crazy. Okay. A James Bond thing. Well, he fine. likes James Bond a lot, so. That's fine. That's okay. Whatever you got. All right, Dunaway. Only for you. You'll <laughs> see what no one else can see. <laughs> no one breaking free. That was, the, con- that was the, the controversial one because. Go with Moonraker. Hold on a second. When I was in what? high school, somebody told me that, uh, that in For Your Eyes Only that the lady... Uh, who he's all into for the whole movie was uh, was yeah that's true. Now we would say they were trans now, but at the time I don't remember what the words were that we used, and everyone said it was a man, and nobody told him, and that and that Roger Moore was all pissed because when he found out later, he's like, I was making out with a man, and I and he got you all mad. You tricked my you and tricked my libido. Sound like Sean Connery. Sean Connery, <laughs> and I don't know why he was. Uh, he's more like shaken, not stirred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know what his deal was if that was. If that was uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, urban legend, or if that was real, I still don't know. Yeah, I don't I know. Don't. If that was real. I still don't know either. And I honestly thought that was a different movie. That, well, I'm not going to say because oh, right. it's not one you've meant, uh, yeah. mentioned. So, right, right. Uh, but Brian mentioned yeah, gonna... Moonraker. I don't know how it meant. <laughs> <laughs> I think we could do all of the Shirley Bassey theme songs. Oh, that's uh, Shirley Bassey song. That's yeah. also Shirley Bassey. Oh, nice. yeah, 1979. Nice. I can't even recall how it sounds. Um, uh, where are you? Why do you hide? Oh, nice. I'll do uh, the Moonraker. Oh, goes. Uh, 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 <laughs> Spy Who Loved Me had um, it's not the name though. <sighs> Nobody does it better. Is that the name? Say that. Is that yeah, the say, name? Say Nobody does it better. There you no, go. don't say, say that. that. <laughs> say that. Carly Simon, nobody does it better. I love the fact that you sang the title. That's how I'm recording nobody does these. It I have to. It's a great, uh, a great Travis cover of that, a great Radiohead cover of that song. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, but by the way, breaking she, news, Jedi, Jedi 71 confirms that Caroline Cozy is a transgender British model. She's appeared in the James Bond film For Your Eyes Only. My question was, huh. did, was there the controversy where uh, Roger Moore, Roger Moore was didn't all, know? Yeah. And he yeah. was he all worked up about it. Was it was For Your Eyes Only. Good job. Yeah, I was thinking... I still won't say. I'll say what I'll say. Which one I think it is. Once uh, we're done with this game, unless you mention. All right. So if you're uh, no no, which one you did? Uh, nobody does it better. Carly Simon. Oh, eight uh, eighty-eight millimeter or eight millimeter. That's another really good version. Really good cover of. Uh, um, nobody does it better. Eight millimeter. Right. Oh, the the um the <laughs> Nick Cage movie, the Nicholas Cage movie, eight millimeter. Is that it? No, that well. There's a name of a band that's also hit no one. Oh, they oh, recorded oh. for the okay. Mr. and Mrs. Smith soundtrack. Mm. Gotcha. <laughs> the Growly Bear says, "Well done, Coverville, for giving Scott the answer." I didn't give him the answer. <laughs> he just he said, said stop. the answer. Didn't he was, you? Yeah, but he didn't it, you though? I just stopped him and said, "Say that." Yeah, that's fine. I would have yeah. gotten to it because that's the name of the song. Yes, exactly. I would have gotten to it. I'm just trying to get some, save us some time, so we can talk <laughs> about Spider-Man and watermelon. Right. It's important. <laughs> it's important stuff. <laughs> 
All right. All right. Dunaway. Back over to uh, Dunaway. At this point, I'm full of coffee, and I can't remember half the ones we've said, and I am totally out of real theme songs, but of course I can't remember. I can't forget the title, Octopussy, and I, I just, please, please tell me that at one point in time, there was a song on the radio, and it was called Octopussy. Octopussy. <laughs> She's the woman, the woman with the eight legs. No. There was never a song called Octopussy. The theme song to Octopussy was All Time High by Rita Coolidge. Uh, oh, because I, of obvious reasons. Because of reasons. Wow, that's fantastic. You look at you, you lost and I won because that's good. Because congratulations. Yes. Congratulations. That was a, that was a, that was a, a winner. One. Yeah, it right, wasn't so easy. Here, here are the other ones you could have said. Uh, there was a From Russia with Love. Oh, wait, can I guess Monroe. one? Can I guess one? Oh, yeah. Because yeah, I love do. him and I'm sad that he died and I just want to make mention of it. Uh, for Casino Royale, it was Chris Cornell. Mm. He should still be with us. Oh, He's one of the greatest yeah. voices of all time. And the song was called You Know know my name and i love that song oh chris cornell for casino royale i totally forgot about that uh all right so thunderball tom jones you only live twice by nancy sinatra um honor majesty's secret service the theme song was just the was the title song but it was an instrumental done by the john barry orchestra Um, wait the closing credits i could have said just james bond Theme song? No, no, it's called "On Her Majesty's Secret Service." Oh, was okay, the name of the okay. Song. But um, was there uh, one ever just called James Bond? There no. was Doctor No. Doctor No opened with the actual James Bond. Dern, 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 dern. Let's see. The man with the golden gun was Lulu. Oh, I didn't finish. We have all the time in the world was played during the closing credits of Louis Armstrong uh, by Louis Armstrong for uh, "On Her Majesty's Secret Service." Because uh, James Bond gets married. Um, the Man with the Golden Not Gun. Not for Lou. long. Not for long. The Living Daylights. Aha. License to Kill. Gladys the Living Knight. Daylights. That's what yes. I was thinking of. Oh, there you go. GoldenEye. Tina Turner. Tomorrow Never Dies. Cheryl Crow. Uh, garbage. The World Is Not Enough. Ice Worm is like drumming his fingers on the table waiting for waiting for me to mention that one. Uh, you mentioned You Know My Name by Chris Cornell. Another Way to Die for Quantum of Solace performed by Jack White and Alicia Keys. And finally, Writings on the Wall by Sam Smith for Spectre. I know. Is we it, kind of all fell asleep during the I didn't the see Spectre. Right. I never it, saw Spectre. Is there a, I don't know if oh, it's... Oh, really? Yeah, I never did. Is there a Spotify playlist with all the theme songs? I need to see this. Um, I don't it's know if be. there is. But there, How about there a cassette tape? There's a Coverville with covers of uh, most of them. <gasps> several Coverville's of uh, James Bond... Uh, yeah, James Bond uh, Coverville's. Uh, by the way, Snopes clears the air on the uh, whether the he Roger knew. Moore thing. Yeah, apparently it just wasn't the case. Uh, here's the thing: I I acknowledge that almost every uh, rumor or uh, kind of you know urban legend thing I heard in the '80s, I just assume it was all bullcrap. Like that's my default stance. Sure. I sure, sometimes right. question Wait, it or ask about it. Wait, are you telling me? Are you telling me that Mikey from Life Serial didn't die by drinking uh, Coke uh, with a belly full of Pop Rocks? Yes, I'm Wait, telling you that that I actually thought it was never baby happened. spider eggs. <laughs> That's also a version of it, and this is the problem. Like, we there's needed a, the internet, a baby man. spider eggs Mikey dead story? Yeah. Is from it, the cereal. Yeah. He likes it. Hey, Mikey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Baby spider there's, eggs? A ver- oh, there's a regional version one. of it where it deals with spider eggs. That is absolutely true. 
So what about uh, Rod Stewart getting his stomach pumped? What are you telling me? Are you telling me that there was never a uh, hamster situation with See, uh, Richard Gear? Uh, uh... Yeah, remember that Richard Gear thing? Oh, there's so many of them. I just remember. I just remember thinking. I just remember during that time when I heard that story, thinking, "How does that happen? Mm. How do you do that? Yeah. How do you even make? So, how do you even? That's right. not even possible. Get out of here." I'm going to find oh. out. There's probably a whole list oh, of it. Ibbett's like, well, I Google searched it. <laughs> I, have a, I have a book of uh, x-rays from uh, from the ER that, that says it's possible. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have, uh, oh, there's a great, let's see, hold on. There's a Netflix thing coming. Ooh. Oh, there's a Netflix thing coming right. called 80s and 90s Myths and Legends. Oh God! Set and sign me up. Like I want, I want to be notified the oh, day that's available to watch. I am in on that if that's true. This is some Reddit Hosted guy. Hosted by Mikey from Life Serials. <laughs> I'm alive, you dumbasses. Well, uh, the codes are yours. Well done and nice job. You picked nice. me uh, with confidence, and I think I delivered. Although Brian, I don't know, he did all right. Uh, so here's the deal. Right. You know how to email Brian. You just send him an email, Coverville at gmail.com. He'll send you these codes. And you'll have all the games in the world. How do you feel? Tell us how you feel. Um, I feel like I finally have redeemed myself by choosing Scott. Ah, see, look at that. Once in a while, someone <laughs> that's right needs yeah, to admit it. Been on uh, before, and I think uh, made the wrong pick. So well done. Yeah, well done indeed. Uh, get those. Get that email out there. Thank you for playing as always, Brian Dunaway. Having you on is a treat. Do you give us a prediction? Matrix Four. Uh, big hit uh, critically and 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 audiences or or a dump. What do you think? <laughs> um, yeah, a huge mistake. No. Let it lie. Jeez. But Jeez. right. Huge, but huge. you know why not? Why not? I mean, it's gonna. I think it'll do all right. And I think the critics will probably be, uh, you know, like whatever. Mm. I I predict a sixty six percent Rotten Tomatoes score. Wow. Oh, okay. That seems yeah. a reasonable. Sixty-six yeah. percent is higher than I would have probably predicted for. It. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's not. It's not going to be a total stinker, but it's not going to be anything to remember either. All right. I just feel it. Well, I get... need guns. <laughs> lots and lots of guns. <laughs> Good luck bending my spoon. Those, uh, though, they're getting the, them all back except for I guess Morpheus isn't confirmed, but uh, Kate, yeah. uh, Carrie Ann Moss is coming back. You got uh, Keanu Reeves mm-hmm. coming back. No tank and dozer. I guess they're really dead. Mm-hmm. Uh. Uh, will there be a rave? Please tell me there will be a scene with a rave. <laughs> Zion. I hope right. so. I like it in Zion. <laughs> All right, have fun. Be good. Stay out of trouble. See you on Wednesday. No, today's Wednesday. See you on Monday. Hey, you guys. Let's talk about Blinkist. Ah, uh, Blinkist. These guys are pretty cool. In today's age, it can be hard to find the time to sit down and learn more. It's not easy. When the likes of social media can be so addictive and time-consuming, so you may think you don't have the time to read a book or to develop yourself, well, there's an app that we can highly recommend. It's called Blinkist. It's pretty cool. It's the uh, only app out there that takes the best takeaways, the need-to-know information from thousands of nonfiction books and condenses those down to just 15 minutes. So you can just read or listen to it at your convenience and in a much quicker fashion. You don't have to go find all the important stuff uh, by yourself. They've made it easy for busy people like you. You want to get to those main points quickly without reading the entire book. And with its audio feature, Blinkist makes it easy to finish a book during your commute or on your lunch break or while you exercise. Eight million people are using Blinkist right this second as a massive and growing library from self-help, business, health, history books, all that stuff. 
I really like Blinkist because A, I didn't know it existed before I learned about it. And now I'm not sure I can live without it. It's really, really great. Uh, I use it when I walk the dog, which takes me uh, about a half an hour. And I can listen to like two 15-minute chunks and get it all in. Highly recommend you check out stuff in their self-help area. That's the first thing I did because I'm trying to get better time management going for myself. And they have tons of that. They have popular books like The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen R. Covey. It's an old one. The Four-Hour Week Week, but work week rather by Tim Ferriss. You may have heard of The Power of Habits by Charles D. D. Higg. I'm not sure I'm saying that right. But I've enjoyed all of these. Uh, and there's so much more in there. Anyway, right now for limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com slash TMS and start your seven-day trial. That's Blinkist, B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T dot com slash TMS to start your seven-day free trial. Again, Blinkist.com slash TMS. All right, Brian. Oh, geez, we have no yes, time sir. for anything. You know what? Actually, we do. We're oh. going to do a little bit of news okay. because Tom's not here anyway. Um, so we'll just we'll just go a little longer on on the news. Sure. Uh, so here goes. Have this. Use this. This is your radio newscaster with another exclusive, sensational summary of world and local events. It is the news, and it's brought to you by. Brought to you by Coverville. Hey, Gene. Do you know who's having a birthday today? Oh, we're supposed to do this in the voice? No, we're not going to really do this, no. Gene Simmons is having a birthday this week, as well as uh, Thin Lizzy, well, Thin Lizzy's uh, Phil and would have had his 70th birthday this week, and Jamie Cullum is celebrating a birthday this week. So, Kiss, Thin Lizzy, and Jamie Cullum uh, all celebrated on today's episode of Coverville. Let's just get to this story, Scott. All right. How do I know Cullum, by the way? Who is that? Jamie Cullum? Yeah. You know him from a uh, Radiohead cover he did of High and Dry, probably. That's his best known. Okay. His best known cover. Name he's is kind of a jazz piano, jazz musician. Well, I, I don't know if he's the one who plays the piano, but he's got a. He's uh, accompanied by a pianist. If he if he's not playing the piano himself, then it's like a uh, very cool lounge jazz uh, sound. Nice. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like, like a good one. All right, there you go. Here's our top story and the one we need to talk about. Disney and Sony have had a standoff, and then it ended. Marvel Studios yes. and Kevin Feige, Feige, Fijiji, their involvement in Spider-Man is no longer secure. Uh, now, I actually want to say something before I... Well, maybe I'll read this first, and then I'll tell you. I actually have a, I have a very grounded take on this that I hope mm-hmm. people will listen to, because the internet lost its mind yesterday. They did, yeah, and and I bet I, I bet I'm on the same uh, uh, bandwagon as you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let me hear your. All right, so here you go. Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige, Feige, whatever it is, won't produce any further Spider-Man films because of an inability by Disney and Sony Pictures to renew terms that would have given the former co-financing stake going forward. Uh, a dispute that has taken place over the past few months at the top of Disney and Sony is essentially nixed Feige and the future involvement of Marvel Marvel with the Spider-Man universe. According to sources, this comes at a moment when the last two films that he helped produce uh, broke all-time records for Sony and Disney. Those two Spider-Man movies did really, really well. Uh, also, Avengers Endgame, the highest-grossing film of all time, and Spider-Man Far From Home surpassed the James Bond film Skyfall to become the all-time uh, highest-grossing film for Sony Pictures ever. Oh, we're just talking about Skyfall. That's funny. Um, mm-hmm. 
So uh, clearly, you know, uh, that was a good thing for Sony. So why Sony's being so weird about this, I don't know. Or why Disney's being weird. Nobody knows who's being the weirdest because we don't have a lot of details about it. However, this could mean the excising of Spider-Man from the MCU and all the stuff they've been doing with Tom Holland's character in the MCU would be uh, done and over. Now, that's the current status of things. I have two, right. I have two points I want to make. One, if you just be patient... I think this works itself out, and they do come to a, uh, an agreement. That will I happen. I think so, too. I think this is just them playing playing negotiating tactics. 100% agree. And it would be Sony leaving massive amounts of money on a table. It would also be Sony making a gigantic mistake with their the best franchise they have right now. So right. I think that they will figure out a way to come together. Regardless of all of that, or regardless how it turns out, I believe that this is a leak on purpose. And I'll hmm. bet I'm 99% convinced in my own head that it's Disney leaking this to put fire under Sony's feet because they're now witnessing the public backlash. All right. And let me ask you, let me ask a dumb question here. Cause okay. um, I'm looking at Sony pictures tweets about, you know, much of today's news about Spider-Man has mischaracterized recent discussions about Kevin Feig's involvement in the franchise, blah, blah, blah. Um, aren't they just saying Feig is, you know, they don't want Feig being executive producer of the films, but that, that still does allow Disney slash Marvel to co-produce them just without Feig's involvement. I mean, it sounds like that on the surface of it, but yeah, Disney would argue that you can't do it without him like he's he's the point man on all this so not having him involved is like saying um uh what's it like saying it's like saying um oh, feige by the way or fi it's funny jedi 71 says feige icor right underneath him says feige <laughs> yeah it's uh, everyone i've heard if multiple people say it wrong I don't even know if I don't even know if he knows how to pronounce his own name. Yeah, we'll say Feige. Feigar. Let's call him Feigar. Feigar. Just imagine that he chases Dig Dug around the. Uh, oh, I like it. Feigar is awesome. <laughs> uh, anyway, I uh, th yeah, that's what they're saying. But I, I don't think you do it without him. It's a little bit like saying, "Hey, uh, I really like those Bob Ross painting videos, but can someone else paint?" Like, I don't. Th I think he's your guy. You think so? You think it's that that closely tied? I, I mean, do. I almost feel like it's a. Um, what's a good example of this? Like, uh, um, uh, okay, like a uh, did did uh, uh, George Miller have any involvement? Was he director of Thunderdome? I know he directed Mad Max and Road Warrior. Yeah, he did. He, he did them all. He did, he did all three or all yeah. four, I guess. Okay, yeah, he's done everything. All right, so that's not a that's not a good example. Right. Uh, how about George Lucas not being involved in uh, not being uh, executive or director of uh, Episode Five? Well, see, in that case, it turned out to be a better <laughs> thing because he turns out he sucks at directing, uh, or or right. I should say, directing Star Wars. He's not great at his own. You know, he's too close to it. I think. Yeah. But it, but yeah, this would be right. for okay. Here's the example. This would be like the 1980, late 80s, early 90s uh, Chicago Bulls saying, um, "Yeah, we're we're gonna go ahead and play this season, but we're but we're not gonna. Jordan's gonna sit out. We're no the same Michael Bulls. Jordan. We're the same Bulls. Don't worry, okay. it's all the Bulls still. But don't. But we'll be fine. But no, you won't. He's your best guy. That's what I think. That's mm -hmm. what Feige Feigar is. Okay, he's the best guy. <laughs> so I, I I don't know. I don't know. Hard to say. I mean, I feel like, yeah, 
um, I feel like there could be wiggle room because the Russo brothers um, uh, directed. They didn't obviously didn't executive produce, but they directed um, Infinity War and Endgame and thought they did a great job. And I'm wondering how much of that falls on direction and how much of that falls on on the executive producer. So the chat room's making fun of my analogy. How does that Michael Jordan one not work? <laughs> They're just like... I feel like the Michael Jordan one is is uh, the closest one. I don't feel like the Bob Ross one. Yeah, is. maybe that's a bad one, but like Rainbow Bright says, we love Scott's terrible analogies. And then somebody else <laughs> says, they're so ridiculous and I love them. And then uh, Jack Labashi says, I know, I hate to even bring it up. What? What? What is so bad about the Michael Jordan one? That's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. I feel like that is, yeah. Or maybe it's maybe it's the coach versus the players, right? I mean, it's uh, take take uh, the the Chicago Bulls out of it. And maybe look at um, the Patriots without Belichick, and say, all right, you know, is the team still strong without Belichick at the lead? Without uh, Belichick calling the shots. Are they you know, strong Tom Brady's maybe enough? Your director equivalent, yeah. or are they strong enough? Yes. Are they as strong? No. And right. maybe, and maybe right. Spider-Man would be strong enough, but it's is it still as good as it could be? Is it as much money as you really want to make? I'd I'd much rather see a Marvel picture, or I mean, a Spider-Man picture with no with. I'm um, sorry. Let me let me start over. So this can get kept out and used forever. <laughs> I'd much rather see a Spider-Man film with some Marvel involvement than zero marvel involvement and if it means it means uh no kevin you know i'd like to see what that is because we've seen we've seen zero marvel involvement and i think we're all a little bit disappointed in what the spider-man films are like without any marvel involvement well if sony's just being go, if sony's, peter parker <laughs> if sony's being genuine about this then yeah because then that means that you can still do your mcu business and maybe just kevin's not involved right. but according to these internal sources this is a breakdown that means mcu gone and if that's true, yeah. that's very bad. We can't go back to that. No, no, we can't. Exactly. So I guess we'll wait and see. But again, my, could, uh, my feeling is I they'll guess, come together. It'll all work out. I guess Marvel couldn't hold on to Miles Morales and let uh, Peter Parker go with Sony, right? Right. <laughs> it's all part of the same franchise, part of the same contract. Right. It's exactly exactly right. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I really do think they work it out, though. It's going to be fine. Everyone's going to freak out until they don't, and it's going to be fine. And it's, Scarlet and this, Spider, part of the new MCU. <laughs> this will have that effect, though. This will have the effect, whether Disney leaked it or not, this will have the effect of yeah. firing up fans. It became the number yeah. one trending and anything of all time yesterday. Oh, yeah, There's no way Sony sure. doesn't see that and doesn't see that backlash. And also, Sony knows the history of their previous films is, is real dark, dark business. It's not good. So work it out, you guys. Come together right now over me. All right. Hey. Brian, would you put watermelon on your pizza? I would not. I'll go so far as to put pineapple on my pizza, and I like pineapple uh, on pizza very much. Yeah. But I can't imagine putting watermelon on my pizza because I feel like it would dry out and become jerky, you know, in the oven. Like that's, it would be, that's what I would worry about, yeah. Whether it's separated with cheese or on top of the cheese or whatever, I don't feel like it's it's doable. Right. I completely agree. Um, well, this man on on Reddit, a Reddit man. Reddit uh, man? Has, What's his power? Thumbs right down on, on everything. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my wife just came in and everything's very loud. What are you doing? Oh, you're doing oh. garbage? I thought we had it all for the garbage cans. This morning, Kim uh, told me... She, 
I was in the kitchen and I go, and Kim goes, you know, starting to feel it again. I go, what? She goes, like I'm everyone's maid, which is usually yeah, what that means is. I'm going to take it out your garbage. Yeah, that means we got to step it up. We got to keep it. See, you're doing this now when I could do it right after the show. Oh, it is? All right. <laughs> the garbage man is waiting outside, tapping his foot on the sidewalk. That sounds about right. Uh, anyway, so this guy's putting watermelon on his pizza. I would not do it. Uh, he's an unnamed no. man. He's on uh, the Reddit. He, he confesses. He confesses. Anonymous Reddit man. The That's best right. kind. Uh, he says, let's see. He often bakes his pizza with watermelon on top. And his post on Reddit, the man only known as Watermelon on Pizza 222. Explains how the strange topping initially started out as a dare, and he ended up enjoying the taste. He wrote, I like watermelon. My first thought is, there are 221 people before him who got watermelon on pizza before he took the name. That's a really good point. Also, did he never use Reddit until that day? Must have just signed up. (laughs) Right, yes. Because he used the watermelon reference as his name. Yeah. It defines him now. Melanon. Melanon. I am melanon. Why, Why the word on? Just watermelon pizza. Watermelon on. I like watermelon on. Pretty good. Watermelon on pizza. That's a good melon on. Melon on. Melon on. It's a good band name. It's or, a good band name or a uh, a group that you uh, that you joined to get over your addiction to watermelon pizza. Yeah. Or a medication. I'm gonna go join melon on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hi, <laughs> I'm Bill, and I I'm addicted to cantaloupe. Hi, Hi Bill. Bill. <laughs> I haven't put watermelon on pizza for six weeks. Uh, this is really it's good. It's been difficult. There are times that I'll come home from a hard day and it's really good. Look at the watermelon sitting over there and a Totino's pizza. And uh, he does say this, though. He, 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 I want to make this part clear. He says that he doesn't put the watermelon's not there the whole time for the cooking. It's oh, only okay. toward the end and it so that it's not what you described, you know, all melted down and gross. Gotcha. So maybe that's okay. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, It's still going to add so much liquid to the pizza that it's going to make it soggy. So basically, you're baking the pizza until it's almost done, then adding watermelon and putting it back in the oven. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be on top of the cheese. Yeah. Ugh. I don't think I can do it. I don't know. I mean, I'd try it for sure, but I don't know. See, are there any other toppings? Is this just a straight marinara mozzarella pizza with watermelon on it top. sounds like it it sounds like any normal pizza but with just some mozzarella or sorry some watermelon on top and i don't i i still mm-hmm. in my head i'm thinking of all the ways you could do it when you'd put it on is it cold is it not like it doesn't matter right. what scenario i have in my head it all sounds bad right yeah, Gidget's in the chat room. She says, chicken, onion, and pine nut pizza is the best. That does sound really good. I mean, I've had chicken, onion, barbecue Ooh. pizza, which I really like. Um, actually, in Australia, they crack an egg right on the pizza right before they put it in the oven, and it cooks the egg on top. And I want to say there was uh How many eggs? You put, like, multiple eggs on it? Like a bunch of eggs? You can. Okay. Yeah, you can do uh, huh. uh, multiple eggs. The place we went, it was right outside of uh, Darling Harbor. We had uh, just one single cracked egg on the middle of the pizza. And it was good. Uh, beets, I want to say, I had beets on pizza. Fresh beets. Fresh beets, yeah. <laughs> no, it was pickled beets, but uh, oh, pickled um, beets are so good. Pickled beets on pizza, and that was uh, that, that was really good. Fantastic. You know yeah. what? More pickled stuff on pizza. That sounds great in general. <laughs> well, you already do like the pickled mushrooms. I think are so much better than the the fresh mushrooms. And uh, we we actually switched when I was at Pizza Hotline. 
our initial thing was we were doing fresh mushrooms and we're like, oh, you know, we even advertised it. Fresh mushrooms on our pizza, not that canned stuff. And the people said, yeah, we actually, the canned stuff works better because the, the fresh stuff really dries out and just turns into texture with no flavor. Yeah, like little pickled mushrooms. Like little pieces of paper on the pizza at the end of the day. Yeah, Yeah. right. They thin out and they, it's like, eh. I agree. That's interesting. Because the pickle, the the preserved, the preserved form of the of the thing is is uh, going to cook better on there. That's true. Exactly, and you get the mushroom flavor. But you know, uh, uh, Tazalix puts a good uh, photo in there with the watermelon on pizza. That might be the way to do it. Go to um, go to one of those Papa Murphy's take and bakes. Mm-hmm. Get a pizza, bring it home, cook it, take it out, throw some watermelon on there, and do it that way as opposed to doing the whole thing. Well, at least try scratch. it. Just try it out. You know, I'd try yeah. it. Yeah, that might be the way to do it. I totally try it. I mean, those look like tomatoes to me. And so that's why I think it makes me want to eat it. <laughs> but yeah. uh, tomatoes also a fruit. So I don't know. Yep. Boy, I had a tweet go not viral, but kind of semi crazy yesterday. I did. A, I put up a tweet asking if tomatoes are vegetable or sorry, if tomatoes are um, fruits, then fruits. is ketchup a smoothie? Uh-huh. And um, a lot of people think it's a smoothie. Ketchup's a smoothie. If it's a <laughs> if if, uh, <laughs> if ketchup is a smoothie because uh, tomatoes are fruit, yeah, that's funny. I didn't expect as much traction as that got, but it just occurred to me that, <laughs> that might be a thing. All right, uh, we'll try it. Maybe one of these days, Brian and I'll just like give it a shot and maybe see what we think. Yeah, Don't, yeah, I I totally be up for trying that. Don't hold us to it, but if we remember, we'll do it. Um, all right, I think we'll take a break. When we come back, Nicole will be here. We're going to do some recommendals. At least I think Nicole's here. Let me check my texts. Just realized okay. I haven't heard from her, so maybe that's a good. Yeah, I haven't heard from her. Yes. So okay. uh, we'll do that and uh, some other stuff. So come on back. Uh, before that, though, a song from Brian. Would you please explain what it is? Yeah, this is a fun one that is going to... Um, it's going to be really weird because... There's a lot of inside jokes on this that I feel like none of us are going to get, okay. including me and you. However, um, I think that there's a there's that this still actually provides a lot of entertainment, and that I know it does because it did to me, and I've listened to it several times. Uh, hey, Brian and Scott, longtime listener, third time song requester. In the past, I've requested a cover song, as well as my own band, Black Acres. This time, I have something very different. This is a song I wrote, recorded, produced. Uh, and fully even produced a video to go along with. This was all done to form the opening to my best man speech, so I will give give the same introduction I did on the weekend of my sister and uh, my best friend's wedding, thus cementing their wedding in the TMS catalog forever. Quick note first that the video can be found on YouTube by searching Gavin Barnett, I'm the best man. Uh, Thanks for the show, though. And he says, I'm Gavin looking around the room. I see that most people already know me. But for those who don't, I've made a short presentational video to shed a little more light on myself. (laughs) (laughs) Which is great. I love that opening already. So this is a song called I'm the Best Man. It's a rap song that uh, talks about the groom and bride. And uh, I really, for whatever reason, really get a kick out of this thing, even though there are a few what feel like they must be inside jokes about dogs cleaning out belly buttons and stuff like that. But uh, anyway, uh, here it is. Gavin Barnett, I'm the best man. Uh, sorry, Jeannie. Yes, it is rap. We'll be back in a minute. Stay tuned.
if they know you like I do You step out the shower and all of a sudden Your dog's on the bed and he cleans your belly button Halloween Horror Nights, Universal Studio You were babysitting me, looking out for you bro Thinking up businesses, something that pays We birthed the freaking legend, vape for days I'm the best man, the dude that's getting married He's the second best man, to my left and to my right The third and fourth best man When it comes to losing bang, gets a ten out of ten I'm the best man, the dude that's getting married He's the second best man, to my left and to my right The third and fourth best man When it comes to losing bang, gets a ten out of ten Stupid Now I have the attention of the whole wide room I better tell a little Story to embarrass the groom. Does anybody know of Ben's unfortunate secret? Dude's got two assholes, cause twice as frequent. It wasn't long after he'd been under the knife. Thought to reevaluate his ambition in life. Settled on a career, and it wasn't hard. Perfect job with two buttholes, prison guard. I'm the best man. The dude that's getting married, he's the second best man. To my left and to my right, the third and fourth best man. Hey guys, let's talk about Pitney Bowes. Shipping and mailing from your desk has never been simpler than it is right now with SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. With SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes, it's just a click, send, and save for as low as $4.99 a month. That's $4.99 a month. That's crazy. Send envelopes, flats, and packages right from your desk, and you are back to business in no time. And for being a listener of TMS, that's the morning stream, you'll receive a free 30-day trial that you can get started with right away. And to help you get started even further, a free 10-pound scale to ensure that you never overpay. Save time and money on mailing and shipping with SimPro Online. Again, starting at just $4.99 a month. Qualify for special USPS rates for letters and priority mail shipping. Calculate exact postage online and print from your PC or Mac. Go to pb.com slash TMS to access the special offer for a free 30-day trial plus a free 10-pound scale to get started. That's pb.com slash TMS. Experience shipping made simple with a free trial of SimPro Online from Pitney Bowes. Good morning. I just want to touch base with you. I'm going in to have a shock in my spine today. Never stop on a freeway. The morning stream. What's that? <laughs> All right, we're back, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Cool. Let's. Oh, and Lasarge put the video in chat too. So, oh, very nice. Listening live, you can uh, watch that after the show. Yeah, super nice. All right, let's get Nicole up in it. Make her a part of it. 
Tom's still in uh, jolly old England, and I believe he gets back this weekend. So he'll be here next Wednesday. Good. Um, It'll be nice to have him back. Yeah. I will be on DTNS today, though, which is fun. Nicole, are you there? Maybe? Sort of? Where's Nicole? She's either muted or Mark effed it up. You never freaking know. <laughs> Could be anything. Oh, well, Tom's in Paris. Good old Grafton. Good old Grafton Street. Hey, I see a Nicole. I hey, do too. Hi. Sorry, I was folding laundry. I thought there was a song playing. Oh, no, you're good. Oh, it's been since you've listened to yeah, this we don't, we haven't. <laughs> we don't play them live anymore. We do them in the post. <laughs> Because YouTube hates us, and uh, that's why. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, we get our YouTube uh, shutdown notices from playing clips of movies. Yeah, oh. we have to. Do we you? had to. We had to move on. Yeah, if we if I show, it depends. It's not always, but if yeah, I show, like, not always. In fact, yeah. you remember that day, Nicole, you were on, and you told us about that kid that was super popular on YouTube. I forgot his name, Ryan. Oh, yeah, yeah right. Ryan. Yeah, uh, I showed just a, a, a literally 15 seconds of his YouTube channel, just like the latest video playing. And I got a complete got- shutdown of the video. They wouldn't even, it wasn't like wow. you can't. Demo- Not even it wasn't like a demon- non-monetization. Yeah, yeah, none of that. It was he, like. He uses a service called Pocket Watch and they they manage all of his licensing. Wow. Um, and they license, like Hulu license, like they clipped all of his. It's a, it's a whole, he has like 25 people on staff. Wow. Of course he does. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Know, We're giving right? this kid too much damn power. That's Take right. Take it away. <laughs> right. Right. His parents are My socking him away. My son has his backpack. Really? Crazy. Yes. It was a good oh. week for that. He went back to school this week, right? Or is that last week? He, uh, last week. Last week. Uh, yeah. yeah. Speaking of, I want to I want to give a, a quick hello to Isaac. Mm. Uh, he introduced himself to me at, at my son's school and goes, are you Nicole? I said, I am. He goes, I listened to the morning stream. <laughs> That's awesome. Wait, was he a parent? And, and or... Oh my God, you shouldn't be at that age. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. Wait, was that a kid? Was that a parent? Like, what no, was no, it? no, it was a dad. It was dad. And he had, he has three children in tow. So I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, Brian, I think dad. Brian thought you meant a little kid or something, but yeah, it was an adult. No, 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 no. Okay. That wasn't Sorry, a teacher. It was, it was like a parent, right? It was a parent. Yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, parent. good. Yeah. I wanted to hear if it was, yeah. I wanted to hear if it was a teacher because. Whenever I find out teachers listen to us, it weirds me out because it just feels like we're, I don't I don't know why I don't know why I couldn't tell you I know like we're like we're ruining um, the fabric we're of ruining society. the education system remotely by proxy right like I get it I know what you're saying it does feel like that a little bit or a doctor my brother get out of here like any other like a lawyer or doctor I'll find out like a doctor listens and I just go oh really okay yeah anyway I don't know I don't know why I just uh, have this weird thing when with we that. have law enforcement write us on uh, our our woodworking show that Mark and I do on Fridays. Mm-hmm. I feel very humbled and like, oh gosh, I hope I don't get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. weird, right? You just you respect yeah. I think you just respect the totally. yeah. The aura or whatever that they have. Because yeah. you know they you know they worked hard, they've earned it. They've got like a status that's not yours. I don't know. It's weird. Can't figure it out. Uh, anyway, it's time for recommendals, everybody. We do uh, stuff we've seen on streaming services or are currently watching that we recommend to you, uh, the listener. These can be things on Netflix, Hulu, Prime. Even if they're just rentals, sometimes that will happen. Uh, but are we okay to play clips still? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah we're fine on that. Oh, okay. Audio clips, no, it, I haven't had any big issues with. I had a couple. Okay. It's pretty rare, though. Um, yeah. One time we had a film sack, and I don't remember the movie. Oh, I know. I do remember that. It was the stupidest movie. It was... Um, uh, Brian, what's the one where Samuel L. Jackson explode or gets eaten by the shark? 
and no one expected uh, it. Deep water, deep, deep rising, deep right, deep, deep dark, deep, no, dark deep, deep blue, deep, deep, deep blue sea, deep dark dupe, deep dark deep dark deep deep dark deep deep blue sea. We sound like a with beep bop or bop bop or the Jetsons. That's so dumb. Bop orc. Ah, yeah, that's right. So yes, it's the deep blue sea, and for some reason that movie set off all these alarms with somebody. So I got multiple notices. That's when I stopped putting oh. um, film sack on YouTube because I got multiple notices saying you're in violation of whatever. I'm like, really? Like two second? Cl- like this is the most fair use I've ever. I'm not going to court with you guys. I'm just going to stop posting to YouTube. F off. All right. Hey, Brian, uh, you always yes. start. Why don't you start? What do you got? A clip here. I'll start with a clip. Yes, this is uh, this is something recent, and I kind of screwed up, and I'll explain how I screwed up after we hear the clip. All right, here it is. Whoops, here. It's a double murder. I think it's a double murder. This is in Keller? Yeah, just outside of town. Look, I know it's not like we've been in touch at all, but my dad talks about you, and I read about your case with that woman a few months ago. Never had too big a deal with that thing. I could actually use another set of eyes on this. I know you haven't been back here in a long time, but I was hoping maybe you could come up here and take a look. The reason is the suspect. He's young, really young, like maybe 11 years old. Honestly, I have a lot of eyes on me with this one. I don't want to make the wrong call. I have no idea. Is yeah. this the one you told me about? It's Brian? the one I told uh, you about, Nicole. This is a um, a series called The Sinner. Okay. Uh, it's on Netflix. There are two seasons. Sinner! Sinner! <laughs> uh, that guy you're hearing is uh, Bill Pullman, who's only 65, but for some reason in the show sounds like he's 80. <laughs> yeah. I like Bill Pullman uh, in his later years. I do too. Yeah. But it's like in this show, he's like he's... Uh, trying to move his mouth as little as possible when he talks mm. Um, mm. anyway um, this is really good and here's where here's where I messed up uh, and I blame Netflix for this because I've never watched any of the center and when I pulled up and went to the the page to start watching it because I I was uh, told to stop watching another life because it's bad mm. even though I enjoyed the first episode but I hear it gets really bad yeah so oh, I decided with, to watch uh, something else. Starbuck. Yeah. Yep. With uh, I yep, wanted that to be off, good. Yeah. It bums me out. Ugh. Anyway. Too. Yeah. So hey, they can't um, all be winners. Right. Exactly. So I decided. <laughs> all right. Well, this is another one that I've had on my list that I've heard a lot of people saying good things about. So I went and uh, jumped on Netflix. Went to that page. Hit play. Ugh. And started watching. From oh, good. Sorry. I, the, the the clip of the sinner. Uh-huh. So I went to Netflix. I pulled up the sinner, yeah. and it's just a bloody hand, and they're trying to like cut her fingernails yeah okay. oh, God. So here's the thing yeah. that must have happened in season one because uh, oh you watch season me, two netflix started oh. me right in season two now here's here's the good news here's here's uh the saving grace um that clip that i that we just played where she says yeah i heard about you know your that other case you had with that woman that's the only reference apparently that there is to season one and season two. Oh, Bill Pullman. Yeah. Bill Pullman's the main character in both, but they're completely different stories, uh, kind of self-contained separate stories. Okay. So I actually feel okay that I watched season two and I'm kind of happy because 
Um, Carrie Coon is in season two, and I really like Carrie Coon from Love The Carrie Leftovers, Coon. and she's amazing. She's Proxima Midnight in the uh, in the uh, the films with Thanos and uh, the Avengers. Yep. Really um, good. Uh, the uh, Fargo season she was in was fantastic. God, Fargo season, yeah. yeah, she's awesome. Yeah. Um, so the good news, Nicole, if you don't want to see that bloody hand scene again, uh, just do what I did and start with season two of <laughs> The Sinner. <laughs> and it's it's they're just trimming her nails, but it looks. It's just making yeah. my skin crawl watching them like wiggle it. And, oh, is this uh, is this, is that Jessica Biel who I'm looking at? It is Jessica. Jessica Biel is okay. in the first season, and she's also executive producer of the of the show. Um, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> throughout the whole thing, she looks really so different. She appears to me. in the first season. I never saw her, and that's that's the other thing. I I as I was getting through this thing. Somebody said, uh, or I saw something about Jessica Biel being in the first season. I'm like, oh, she hasn't shown up yet. Cool. I can't wait to see when Jessica Biel shows up. Yeah. Well, apparently she doesn't show up at all in the second season. Huh. So it's an anthology kind of. Yeah, it except it's the same character. Like Bill Pullman's character is still the investigator, the detective, okay. Harry Ambrose, in season one and season two. Okay. okay. So that's it's all centered around him as the as the investigator for as this stuff? The, as the main driving force. And yeah, the, 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 apparently the seasons take place in different places and different. it's a whole different mystery that he's got to solve. So um, You're talking my language here. I love shows like this, so I'm in. It's really, really good. And I would say it's, it's if you, at least season two, if you combined The Killing and the path you'll get season two of the sinner tell me if it's the killing season one it's, not the killing season two because that show got dumb after this season show one. is so much better paced uh, so, much, <laughs> so much more well paced murder he wrote murder like he that. wrote that's pretty good yeah um yeah this is so much better paced than the killing good because um, the, killing, the killing was the really killing great that first season was so good of the yeah. killing and then it just till, got still the ending cliffhanger is like oh so we're not gonna solve the mystery in the first season great all right thank you for that it turned into like freaking riverdale after that i hated it after it really that. did i yeah. got better toward when when netflix picked it back up and finished it it did get better but like seasons mm -hmm. two and three made me want to fart blood did not like them <laughs> sorry nicole you're already dealing with blood over there i shouldn't say that's all right i scrolled i scrolled quickly <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm gonna watch it that sounds great to me well this i also uh, watched something on netflix and made a clip of it and it's not, i'm not quite done with it so because uh, i just started it actually just dropped uh let's call it season two of something so it already existed i may have even have recommended it before but i am doubling down again because it is cool. great so here's season two and a clip January 1974. They just moved in two months prior. My partner and I were first on the scene. He was feeling for a light when something bumped him, hanging from this pipe. Jesus. I found someone to take over who will be very good for the BSU. He wants to expand the unit, and he intends to make our approach practice. Tell me, who's the one you want more than anything? Manson. I'll get you Manson. All right. Any ideas? Mm. Manson. Yeah. Oh, is this uh, Mindhunter? This is Mindhunter Season 2. Okay. Mindhunter Somebody season guessed one. It before you even play the clip. Yeah, they are. Someone in the chat glitched it. Sure, well, because he, yeah, because rec you did recommend season one of that, and I saw that season yep. two just came out. So it is one of the best, if not the best, show on Netflix right now. Um, wow, really? Yeah, I loved season one, and I really like season two so far. It is so good. Um, hmm. 
I, I probably described the basics of it before, but I'll do it briefly. The way the show works is you have these two main characters. Jonathan Groff plays Holden Ford and Holt McGaney, McCallany, I think you say, say his name, plays Bill Tench. These guys are freaking fantastic. One is young, okay. kind of a phenom. It's the 70s. They're in the FBI. They start a new division. This also has Anna Torv in it. You remember her from... Um, oh, yeah, from uh, Fringe. Fringe, yeah. She's great in yeah. this as well. Is she is uh, she Australian in this or is she? Uh, she's American, full American. She's American. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you hear you hear uh, in interviews with her Australian accent, and it's like, whoa. Yeah, it's weird. She really hid that for. Yeah, <laughs> for she does a great job here too, as well. She just totally yeah. hides it. But I like her a lot. it's set in yeah. the mid seventies. It's a David Fincher production. He directed the pilot, and I want to say various episodes, including the finale last year or two years ago, whenever it ended. Um, and then, uh, you know, still has involvement here. He said on the record he would like this to go five full seasons if he has anything to say about it. It's definitely got his vibe throughout. Like, it's very David Fincher. But it's not like Seven. Seven was all about, oh, sh- one shocking thing after another. You know, his movie Seven. It was just like always mm-hmm. freaking you out. This has got that tone of these guys are a special division going after not just serial killers, but trying to establish a new understanding and method and and workflow at the FBI and this is all based on real stuff to suss out these guys based on mental profiles and why the, they do the things they do and the reason they know these things is because they sit down and interview famous serial killers who are now in prison serving out their time and or are on death row and they're talking to them trying to get them to open up about what motivated them did they return to the scene of the crime why did they do that uh, did they kill animals when they were younger and did that you know all that kind of stuff it's all very creepy dark stuff but it's handled in such a methodical procedural way it doesn't feel like a tv show as much as it feels like someone's trying to show me an accurate portrayal of what this job was like and it still has its moments of intensity it still has that kind of stuff but there's no there's no real action in it there's no like if you're going to this thing hoping you're going to get some crazy car chase where they found the killer and they're going to go hunt him down and shoot him that's not what this is this is really amazing acting incredible dialogue guys who look just like the dudes they're playing um for example let's see who's the guy's name oh i don't remember the name of this the serial killer is a real dude in real life um and his name is it's not jim barney that's a different guy um but they like son of sam and um all these guys i can't think of his name not, not the not the um uh not the three were no not, he's way older um oh, i can't find his name ed kemper ed kemper ed kemper the guy okay. that plays the, the guy that plays ed kemper and if you've never heard of ed kemper look him up horrible horrible person terrible terrible crimes um but they interviewed ed kemper multiple times especially in season one i think he shows up again in two but i haven't gotten to him yet he is that actor is oh. incredible. Just it, oh yeah, and he's the one that you always see on the uh, um, the art that they show, the video art that they show on Netflix. Right. Yeah, yeah. you see him all the time. He is a yeah. he is why he's not lavished with like Emmys and things. I don't know. He's really really good. Wow. Um, and in this season, you get to like that clip uh, indicated. You get to get with Manson, although. I haven't gotten to those episodes yet. Apparently, the guy that plays Charlie Manson is incredible and really, really convincing. Um, anyway, oh, it says here David Fincher directed seven of the episodes. 
I just find it really, really something. I think it is it is uh, incredibly well written, and I think it's brave in the sense that it's not trying to be a typical uh, thing. It's almost like, hey, remember um, True Detective, the first season, how great that was? Mm-hmm. That, but then apply it to like an actual time, an actual place with actual people who are doing real things. Like this is a historical based. I mean, there's a lot of they, they take some freewheeling, but it's mostly based on mm-hmm. the actual characters or these guys at the time that worked for the FBI, this new department, the way they worked with serial killers. Like I find it just fascinating hmm. and not, not, not gawky or Ooh, true crime. Ooh, right. you know, it's not like that. It's something else. It's very, very good. That's it's cool. very dramatized. Yeah, Don't get guy, me wrong, but it's, it's Cameron excellent. Britton. Uh, Cameron Britton's the guy who plays uh, the, the character on Mindhunter. And he's also, he was in uh, umbrella Academy as one of the, one of the guys that was chasing after. Oh, I can't wait till that comes back. Second uh, season. Five. Or what was the, kid, the youngest that. one's name? Youngest. Oh, it's yeah. Yeah. Five. He's so good. I five, assume yeah. that show was like all adult. Is it okay for kids? Cause some seven year old told no. me the other day that they watched it and loved no, it. No, no, no. Not good for kids. No. Well, how, how kids are you thinking? I had a seven year old come up to me and say, I love that show. It's my favorite show. Oh yeah. No, I would not. I would not let it. I would never let my son watch that show. <laughs> Well, that's what I thought there's about. Like, I went, wait a minute. There's, kid, there's like lots 13, of 14. No problem. Yeah. But yeah, not. Yeah. No, not seven. Okay. No, not seven. Definitely. not. All right. Seven. I haven't seen I, mean, it, so I, I guess know. every kid is different, but still it's not. It, no, I'd say it's only slightly <laughs> less gory and and uh, adult topics than um, the boys. Oh, only slightly because. Well, boys. slightly. Yeah. Boys well, is okay, hardcore, I take dude. that back because there's I mean, some. It, there's, there's some, like end of the world stuff and like a lot of there's like a lot it of killing heavy, wasn't as heavy heavy as the boys yeah the boys is hard r i would say rape and it, yeah rape and at least pg-13 yeah. yeah yeah the boys yeah, was so. something i did watch that did i right, tell so you i finished that i anyway. love the boys boys was great yeah. loved it hey since you brought up manson yeah uh i already asked brian this have you seen once upon a time in hollywood not yet brian has mm-hmm. oh it's so good yeah. i finally got to the movies to see it and I loved it. Yes. And, and I love the comment you made about it. Because uh, we were talking about, you know, what we liked about it, what you didn't like about it. And tell, tell Scott what you said. Uh, so now that we know, you know, Tarantino has a thing for feet. Mm-hmm. He does feature feet a number of times in this. And there's <laughs> one where he makes the this girl's feet so smushy. And like, it's just not attractive because <laughs> she's pushing you know how sometimes you push your feet against like uh, uh the front of a windshield, windshield yeah, you, you and her feet, feet up on the dash. so the the camera's like right in front of, and her feet are just smushed it's like i really want to see her, her feet, feet take up like two-thirds of the screen <laughs> and you see the actress behind them i know so weird but it's such a cool movie brad pitt uh, Le- uh leonardo dicaprio yeah, Brad and Pitt my, for me was the the biggest. He was amazing. The biggest. Uh, I mean, not a surprise because we know he's yeah. good, but man, just like the standout standout role uh, for him. Yeah, and and the little actress, mm-hmm. she is. I love her on. Uh, I think American Mom is the show that the sitcom that she's in. Oh right, I know who that is. Um, yeah, tiny little girl. Yeah, she's good. <clears throat> I love her. She was in that, and I just. Mm. I did. There were times where I know that they were doing a bunch of flashbacks and there was a few times where I was like, oh, I knew about the Manson murders. I knew that history. So you have this dread as you're watching this film. 
Um, Mark, on the other hand, had no idea. He didn't really know. He knew of it, but he didn't really know the details of it, you know, who was involved and all that. So it was very interesting to talk to him after the the movie and and we we discussed this film like for days after mm. and then we and he was looking into the story and it, it's it, it is an impressive film so uh by the way the chat room informs me that the guy in manhunter who i haven't seen yet but who plays charles manson also plays charles manson in Once oh, really? Upon a Time in, Holly- in hollywood yeah that's crazy that's, damon Her- uh, harriman that apparently crazy. that dude just looks like Oh yeah, look at that guy. Oh wow. my gosh. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah I mean, that's gonna be his job until until the end of time. He <laughs> well, was in he Justified. He was maybe. he was Dewey Crow in Dust and Justified. Remember Dewey Crow? Oh, yeah. oh that's yeah. the same guy. That's that guy. Oh, it totally is. Yeah. yeah. That's oh, great. Poor guy. That's great. <laughs> poor guy. Poor guy. He has a, a career in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, but always play, you know, one of the most notorious yeah. cult leader murder. <laughs> organizers he works a lot though that dude gets lots of work yeah the once upon time in history i found it fascinating to kind of get a maybe not a hundred percent but just a little slice on how neurotic and mm. self-absorbed actors can be there's mm. a scene where Leonardo DiCaprio goes into his his trailer and he just loses it. And yeah. I just thought it was an amazing performance. I'm like, I could totally see that. I mean, as a real person trying to make it in Hollywood. Time. Yeah, I do that every time I have a bad TMS. Like, uh, just rip the place <laughs> apart. Yep, tear it And you one. talk to yourself in the mirror. And I talk to myself. <laughs> you can, you can, you're better than this. You can do this. You can, you're, you're way better than this. Yeah, it's all, it's a little unnerving when I hear him do it. <laughs> I know. Sometimes I forget to take the camera, turn the camera off. Sure. Hang up the call. I'm um, showing the chat. Hey, Nicole, do you have a yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Nicole, yeah. I what do you forgot. Got? Here's, here's my clip. It has nothing to do with serial killers. Okay. <laughs> but it I is on there, issue. Has a, there has been a theme today, hasn't there? Yeah. Uh, this is a dark comedy. It's on. It's streaming on HBO. I finally got to see it. I, I enjoyed it. Cool. All right. Uh, oops. Hold on. I'm clicking the wrong window. There it is. Okay. I'm playing now. Sort of. Here we go. Dearest Queen, how goes the kingdom? Did you just look at me? Stop it! I am the queen. But you are mad. <laughs> Bro! Bro! You look like a badger. <laughs> I've sent for some lobsters. I thought we could race them and then eat them. <laughs> okay <laughs> i don't know what this is but i kind of want to watch it what's it called it's, it's called the, the favorite, favorite. Yeah. <sighs> the one that was a, it was an oscar contender last it year yeah. so oscar you nominee. what you need to know about this film is that the the same director that did the lobster which is really weird and kind of out there mm-hmm. did this film as well yeah so, the lobster is weird weird yeah it's weird weird. but i don't think it was as weird as the lobster i mean it wasn't as weird yeah Yeah, it wasn't (laughs) as weird but the ending of this one i i had to google because i'm like Mm -hmm. what what happened i I haven't seen the lobster but i saw the killing of a sacred deer which is also freaking weird oh i need to i haven't seen Mm. that one yet that's another one that i wanted to to watch Mm. um that uh mid 
some Sumner or whatever. What the heck? Mid- Midsummer yeah. that's in the theaters right now. Uh, Midsummer, I, no, whatever it is. Yeah. I ended up just I just Wikipedia because I'm like I just I probably won't get to see this so I'm just I want to know what everybody's talking about at this movie. Oh, this is that anyway. Olivia Coleman lady who was so funny yes. at the awards and yes. I and found out later yes. she's in Hot Fuzz and she's amazing in Hot Fuzz. Anyway, she is she's wonderful and, and she's uh, she's the greatest in this film. Emma Stone. Like, <laughs> so here's the premise: um, you have the Queen Queen Anne, who's played by Coleman, and uh, Rachel Weiss is her right hand woman basically yeah. um and little love interest mm-hmm. and uh weiss's cousin who's played by stone uh comes to court she has nothing it just you know the way she gets to court and you're like oh good and you get a real <laughs> sense of like hard living in that time uh and basically she kind of worms her way into the court and weiss and stone kind of vie for the queen's attention to become the favorite. And what does that mean? What do they lose? What do they, I, I thought it was, I, it was a good story and it's cool. it was a period piece and it's, it's not your typical period piece, of course, but uh, I, I felt it was a lot like, um, dangerous liaisons in its, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, in its delivery and it's kind of unsettlingness of the whole story, you know, like, it's it's a comedy. It's a dark comedy, but it's still there's kind of like this unease that you have, a discomfort through the whole thing that I really liked. Yeah, yeah. I love Rachel and, Weisz too. By the way, she's amazing. Yeah, I yeah. love her. Uh, this director, yeah, by the way, this guy's this HBO. guy's name is Yorgos Lenthamos. Lenthamos. <laughs> That's the cool name for a director, Yorgos. Ah oh, man, he's from Greece. Data, please meet co- meet Commander Yanthamos over at the yeah. <laughs> teleporter in Yorgos Four. It sounds like a, pl- a planet. <laughs> Is it right. really Rachel Vice? Vice, Vice. yeah, Rachel Vice. Vice. Yep. Oh, whatever. She's, anyway, she was uh, she was also Polish. in the Lobster. <laughs> she was in the Lobster as well. So this director likes her, and, and she's, she's Mrs. James Bond right now. Yeah. Oh, is she? She's married Daniel Craig's uh, Daniel Craig. wife. Yep. Apparently they're oh, uh, they're pretty tight life. too. They actually really life, like each yes. other. Was she in the? No, she was not in the Sacred Deer one. I couldn't remember if she was in that, but uh, yes, the Lobster. That was was... Nicole Kidman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a weird movie too, by the way. Really? Yeah, I need to watch that one. It's very weird. Everything, everything previous to Lobster, I think, was all uh, Greek stuff. All Greek. I don't know what language. What language they do in Greece? What is it? Greek. Is it Greek? They speak Greek. Yeah. All Greek to me. Yeah. Okay, it is Greek, right? They don't speak like some yeah, other. It is thing. Greek. Okay. It's not- oh, it's Greek to me, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Nicole, I took a bullet for you. How you like that? That's pretty good. Hey, that's all right. That's all right. We uh, share the bullet sometimes. Sure, sure. <laughs> it's not a problem. Cheetah. They speak cheetah. Yeah, they Greece. speak cheetah. Do you? Uh, <laughs> do you? Uh, Nicole snorted. We got her to snort. I did. We got to snort. Um, did you? Where, I'm sorry. You were saying where this was streaming. I missed it. Uh, HBO. Okay. HBO. Um, and I know we talked about this last week. Somebody just brought it in the up in the chat. Uh, what we do in the shadows. The series mm. is now streaming on Hulu. Yay! Oh, good. So you don't have to go you through the stupid it. FX app. Yeah. yeah. So you can go on Hulu right now and watch. Oh, okay, thank you. Pencil. Go watch it. Yeah, watch it. I'm gonna watch yeah. it. Uh, I've been meaning to anyway. It's my second favorite movie of 2015. Why wouldn't I see the series by now? But I'm a little slow, so yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna watch oh, so it. So good. I have no excuse. And yeah. on a lighter note, I have to ask both of you: 
have e- did either of you watch Beverly Hills 90210 when you were yeah. younger? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. You and did. we watched we got through exactly 4 minutes of uh of the new show. <laughs> the w- wait a minute. Are you talking about the reboot or are you talking about BH 90210. Talking about, talking about BH 90210. Okay. The original cast. Okay. And that's a thing now? Is that out? Is that a thing? It's on Hulu. Yeah. And I watched the first episode and I was strangely, I didn't turn it off. Like I wanted to see what, because I'm like, what the heck am I watching? Yeah. Huh. Once they got off the airplane after the dream sequence, <laughs> uh, we, we were like this. There, it's actually no way. not too bad. It's not okay. too bad. Okay. Are you wondering uh, what we're talking about, Scott? Yeah, I heard this, this was this, coming. I just didn't. Yeah, I haven't so seen I think it. Yet. Show I wish that had a serial killer in it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is it the same kind of format? It's just so hey, when you, you I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know what. So basically, Tori Spelling and Jenny Garth came up with this idea to create a show within a show about Beverly Hills 90210. Okay. So this is not, and they actually kind of trick you into thinking they, they show up at the peach pit. I'm like, what? Really? They're just going to go where they like, <laughs> nobody, they're just, nobody ever on. left Beverly nobody Hills. <laughs> Brad <laughs> Austin Green is still eating pie at the peach pit. <laughs> And then it's like a dream sequence and they, you know, Tori Spelling comes out of it and they're on a plane and they're going to like a a Beverly Hills con. con. BH con. Oh my God. And it's so campy and so weird. And uh, even uh, Brenda, what, what's her name? Shannon Doherty. Shannon Doherty. Is her, is her left eye, is her left eye still three inches lower than the right eye? Just curious. Yep. Okay. All right. Just checking in. On that, <laughs> but it's it's kind of a take on their celebrity, their legacy. How none of them made any money off the show, but now because they created the show, they're actually exec. All of them are executive producers. Oh, I, that makes and, sense. Sure, I, I miss. It's too bad that what's uh, uh per, Matthew Perry? No, Luke Perry. Luke Perry died. Luke Perry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They 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 reference him a lot. And, yeah. I mean, it is too bad that he died, but I think the saving the only. <laughs> The only uh, yeah, I get where you're coming from. You could you could uh, get is that he 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 avoided this train wreck. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I, I don't think it's everything that bad. Else, everything else is okay. Like right. Nicole, Nicole's got me curious. You got me curious. You let me know if Tiffany Amber Thiessen shows up, and then I'll I'll perk up and I'll watch <laughs> okay. this. Thing. Hey, can you guys do me a By favor? Way, in the in the Discord, there's a picture of the old cast. Can you tell me see, the guy yeah. on the far right? Who the hell is that? That. I don't I rec- know. I recognize I everybody that. but him. You know what? Was oh. is this first season? He was yeah, he was Brian Austin Green's nerdy friend who I think there was a a suicide episode of uh oh. that I don't think he killed himself, but I think there was he was the the red shirt that they could have off to to do that storyline. Okay. But he was like he was Brian Austin Green's nerdy little friend. Well, look at Brian Austin Green in the glory of his early nineties get up. <laughs> oh, geez Louise. That's I pretty know. hot, dude. Yeah. Pretty freaking hot. All right. Anyway. Hot topic went broke that day selling that outfit. <laughs> I'm gonna I'll watch I'll try it. Watch the first episode. Uh it's weird at first because they reference themselves by their real name. So yeah. Jason Priestley and like Jason Priestley Gabriel, punches on the flash. Gabriel Carterra still looks like she's about 30 years older than everybody else on the show. <laughs> no, she does. She has, she, does. she has a, a lesbian scene. Oh, Hey, was oh. she, a, was she, a, was that a thing in the old one? 
She's a well, no. that was always the thing about the show. They were like, is she gay? And and they talk about it in this this show yeah. about it at the time it wasn't acceptable. So sure. now it is. Uh so so hold on a second. It wasn't she she was like 38 when the show was originally on or something weird like that. Oh, was she pretty, really? Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise no, me. Because she, she always did feel like she was so much older She's pretty, than everybody else. Pretty, yeah, it's fine. Held back like 10 times in high school. It's fine. Okay. When I say, le- just to clarify, when I say lesbian scene, it's not like a, you know, it's a kiss. It's a oh, kiss. Okay. That's all it is. Okay. <laughs> There's not hardcore nudity on uh, BH90210 no. with the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Hold on a second. I want to see how old she was or how old she is and was. Just I'm just curious about it. They they show her as a grandma in the new show. Okay. In this one, <laughs> so she was born in 61. So that's not much older than me. She's right. like 6 years older than me. No, so she's Well, yeah, so she's she's in her late 40s. And how old no, is No, she's uh, in her spelling. 50s, dude. 61. I'm yeah. only 50. I just heard. <laughs> I don't know. Nicole she's she's 58. She's 58. 58. She's almost 60. Yeah, like and Tori Spelling is 46. Okay. That's so about 12 right. 12 years difference between. Yeah, but they were supposed to be in the same high school. 50, she's not 58. Yes, she is. She's 58. Gabrielle yes. Cartieris. If, she was, if is, she was born in 71. No, 61. 61. 61. 61. Oh, 61. I was going to say. <laughs> 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 like, am I older than I realize? <laughs> I'm starting to question everything. Well, they do say that hearing is the first thing to go. Yeah, you never know. Anyway, and the ability to pronounce uh, celebrity names. So you're saying that this is a Hulu thing? I can see this on Hulu. Yeah, you can watch. You can watch it on Hulu. All right. right now. Does, I think the first let me two know, episodes. Let me know how far you get, Scott. I'm curious. Does, I will take bets in the chat room. All right. Just get past the first introduction part because that's like. Does uh, hold on a second? Does uh, uh, Ian Ziering make any Sharknado references or anything? That come no, up? not yet. Okay. No. Just curious. It's coming. I'm sure. <laughs> it probably is but coming. I, by the way, Ian Ziering. It's uh, pronounced Ian. Ian Ziering. Is it Ian? I want to say Ian. It is Ian. Ian? It's Ian. Ian. It's Ian, it's Ian Ziering. Oh. All right. I am right. Ziering. Got it. Tori Spelling <laughs> does make references to her six kids. Does she oh. have six kids? Seven kids? I don't know. She has that many kids. And the, and the, rea- she, oh. and the reality yes. show that her and her husband... Uh, did do i don't know did, did do? you know five, that five kids yeah because tina watched that the uh i want it because it was on bravo the thing with dean dean and tori yeah dean spelling and tori. trouble or something yeah, like that i can't even remember like the dumb pun that was the <laughs> yeah that's not her real face anymore though right that's a different person now <laughs> okay i'm just saying it's not the same face when i saw her in 90210 she had a different face than she has now she's also had like a bunch of kids well, yeah, get, but they didn't come out puffier. of her face. But you get puffy. Yeah, I feel like I am way more puffier after having kids. <laughs> they didn't come out of her face. Oh my gosh. Uh, by the way, hey, speaking of oh, Luke Perry, yeah. he's amazing in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, he is. He I hear he's got a little part. Yeah. I heard that was great. Yeah. I mean, not. Yeah. I mean, Amazing. You know what? He's the best. Really he was cool the, I watched part of, you know, a chunk of that horrible Riverdale show, and he was the best actor in there by miles. Like he was he was actually good mm-hmm. and compelling. And I wish the whole show was about him. Yeah. The rest of that show is a bummer, man. I hate that show. Sorry. Come at me, Riverdale fans. That show sucks. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, well, Nicole, this has been good. Are you going to do a lot of uh, you're going to do a lot of tweeting about all these recommendations later on Nicole's bag, right? Yep. I'm okay. going to tweet it out. Fantastic. Yep. Uh, we hope you have nothing but a great week between the uh, now and the next time we see you. Have a good one. Bye. Bye now. That was funny. All right. So that's it for the show. Um, tomorrow, I don't know what Wendy's deal is tomorrow because they're traveling soon, and I don't know if that's Thursday or Friday. So mm. she may be here. She may not be here. If she's not here, we'll do call now. If she is here, we'll have her on. We'll do call her. Yeah, we'll do call her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so anyway, that's the thing, and that's coming up. Okay. Uh, frogpants.com slash TMS is our website. You'll find a link there to our Patreon. We'd love it if you supported it. It means a lot when you do. Patreon.com slash TMS is a direct way to get there. Uh, you hear me talk about it all the time. That's because it is the engine that powers the show. It is how we pay for everything. So please, 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 mm-hmm. please, please, please head on over to patreon.com slash TMS. Brian, if you're going to play music, now would be the time. What do you got? Now? Now, Scott? Now? now okay. Now. Hi, Bachelor and Science, says Jim Vick from California. I'm requesting this on Wednesday or, or for Wednesday, August 21st, uh, as early on Thursday, August 22nd, my wife and I will be driving my son, Alexander James Vick, to California State University, Chico, which is in Northern California. Uh, while high school had its ups and downs for Alex, he finished strong and is going for a degree in biochemistry. He has quite the brain. Alex, we love you and look forward to all you will accomplish in life. Good luck. P.S. Happy anniversary and birthday to my wife, Susie. August 20th was our 25th anniversary and August 24th is her birthday. Thank you for the hippie state, uh, Jim Vick. Uh, so congratulations, first of all, to, um, to Alexander enjoy college life. It's going to be awesome. Uh, Jim tells me that Alex is big into eighties music and I'm hoping that Alex is also into eighties movies, but I'm hoping that Alex doesn't think that the eighties college life is the real life college life. Um, so to, uh, to kind of honor that and to kind of draw uh, the, the the connection there. How about a cover from one of the greatest 80s college movies of all time? No, I'm not talking about Real Genius. I'm talking about Back to School featuring Rodney Dangerfield in which uh, Rodney um, is rich enough to have a certain band perform in his room, in his dorm room. A certain band that I know TVZ Guns ears just perked up about as well. Ooh. Yeah, I'm talking about Oingo Boingo. And one of the songs that they perform in Rodney Dangerfield's uh, uh, dorm room is Dead Man's Party. How about a cover of that song? This actually just came out this year by a band that I support on Kickstarter and everything they do. Uh, The band is called Murder by Death. This is actually a song you get if you support them, if you supported them from their most recent uh, uh, Kickstarter campaign for their most recent album. It is Oingo Boingo's Dead Man's Party, covered by Murder by Death. We'll see you guys tomorrow.
Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Are you all right? Yeah. My mouth tastes like dirt, though.